You watching me glow, you watching me go I'm all in my zone, I'm holding my own I'm feeling like Bane, I'm breaking your bones I am a blur, black and a nerd So this is my own, this is my zone And this is a show you already know like My grand blur, YouTube blur Everything I do so blur Bet you wish you so blur Cosplay blur All day blur Everything I do so blur Bet you wish you so blur Bet you wish you so blur Talking about what we heard Talking about what we seen All through the eyes of a blur Everything that we do urge Flying like a super person Plus I got super friends We be teaming up early Welcome to Blur Vision, home of the Blur Vision. Can I take your order? What? <laughs> yeah, we're doing that this week. <laughs> we're no, running we're, this like Good no, Burger. we're not. <laughs> That's what I'm leaving. All that. All right, welcome to Blur Vision, your window into the world of all things geek, movies, TV, or news. We talk about it every week. It's your boy Jordan with... Hey, it's Hydro Man, because I'm hydrated, because I got my bottle of water. <laughs> <laughs> what the fuck? <laughs> that, what, what is that? I got you got your bottle of water, yeah. yes. And I'm hydrated. <laughs> I'm hydro so man. Hydro man. Because I'm hydrated, man. <laughs> I, I thought maybe because you saw some behind the scenes footage of Spider Man Far From Home and the speculation that there's going to be Hydro Man in it or something like that. I didn't see anything regarding that movie. So you literally got Hydro Man out of nowhere. Because I got bottle of water. There's nowhere. And I'm hydrated. <laughs> okay. <laughs> if you didn't know, that is a rumor. I know that is a rumor. Oh, uh, okay. But it's not a, a substantiated rumor. I mean, is that that one clip that they seen? The, the, yeah, it's only a rumor because they saw a stunt guy get sprayed by water. I'm like, how does that equal Hydro Man? Like, just because it's water, <laughs> he could be on the beach in the scene. Well, you know, got hit by a tidal wave. Nah, man. I'm <laughs> just just to spite you. Now I'm on board with the Hydro Man rumor. Fuck that rumor. <laughs> but yeah, anyway, we're not talking about Spider Man today. <laughs> We are. I guess we kind of (laughs) are. PS4 Spider-Man. But it's neither here nor there. We're actually talking about, in terms of topics, anime of the week. We've got Attack on Titan. We've got My Hero Academia, as per usual. And we're going to talk about some kin for movies. Did you forget that we watched a movie? I didn't forget. (laughs) (laughs) But I feel like most people probably don't even know what that movie is. I don't even know what that movie is. (laughs) (laughs) Well, that's not good because we saw it together. (laughs) Shout out to everybody that came up to the screening in New York to see it with us. But, um... How did you how did you not know what's going on, man? You were there. We were we'll both t- there. We'll talk about it. That's, that's an issue. <laughs> we shall discuss. Mm. But because of lesser known, I'm just gonna save that for after anime this week. Um but before we get into all that, start off with the iTunes reviews. Oh, and before I get into it, actually, uh Brett, both of the alert, who's gonna be in the podcast this week, unfortunately. Just so Michael doesn't get late for work, we're having podcast recording issues with the Skype. It's my fault. I haven't bought new cables since Jacob and uh, DC Comics Unlimited. Because Jordan's trash and unprepared. <laughs> I'm the worst host. <laughs> so my bad, Bosa. And then also he did get a new laptop, so he hasn't figured it out yet. He's not, well, he's not smart enough. I was forced to get a new laptop. <laughs> but yeah, so we'll definitely have you on next week, Brett. Don't worry about it. You're going to buy me a new laptop. I, didn't, I can barely buy my own new laptop. <laughs> Credit, Excuse, baby. Excuses. <laughs> okay. But yeah, I, well, we got you next week, bro. And I know podcasts are broken promises. 
<laughs> it hurts. It hurts because it's true. Yeah, <laughs> everybody should be used to it. <laughs> <laughs> you knew what this was. <laughs> this is a house built on lies. <laughs> but anyway, for iTunes reviews, we have Register the Man up first. It's a five-star review. Uh, he's our gang orca. The subject is gatekeeper to spoilers. It's gang orca. It's wait wait. I'm gonna do a gang, gang orca voice. <clears throat> it's gang orca. I don't, know. <laughs> I don't know. His voice is like that really deep badass Japanese voice. I I don't know. I can't describe it better than that. Yeah. Midoriya, like shit like that. It's like oh damn. That we all got bass in his voice. But uh, Regis says it's great to see our family expanding. You guys made my train ride from vacation bearable, so thank you. No more manga for you two. Leave the spoilers to me. Can't have you two ruining major plot points by accident, Michael. I, I don't know what you're talking about. Oh, yeah. I think you know exactly <laughs> what I'm talking about. Fucking Bakugo. What's wrong with you? I don't, I don't know what you're talking about. I don't remember that. I was listening to the podcast again, and, I, and even I was like, what are you doing? <laughs> if I wasn't already there. Whose fault is that? Who, Yours. You, no, you asked me. Rhetorical question. I don't know, your, I don't know how your brain works. <laughs> Don't ask. ask. Don't ask me any questions. You know I don't like spoilers. You know me. Why would I ask for spoilers? Literally, says the person who posts. That's true. I'm a hypocrite. Fuck. <laughs> you got me. Uh, he goes on to say, "Golden Week is the event Michael was thinking of, but it happens in May, celebrating a group of holidays. So I guess you were wrong. Wrong as hell, Michael. Wait, what? What are you talking about? Remember how last week you said that one of the reasons." The My Academia filler was filler was because of some holiday in Japan. Uh-huh. He says you're thinking about Golden Week, but it actually happens in May, and it celebrates a group of holidays. The filler was just promoting the movie. That's what he says. No, I read something in the article. I don't know. Maybe the article was wrong. <laughs> what are your sources? <laughs> News guy. Um, but Regis goes on to say, let me be clearer. Attack on Titan, his name is Eden. Okay, and here's a, some confusion. Listening back to the podcast, I'm like, when I say, I, how he spells this, E-R-I-N, that's how I think I'm saying it. But I feel like on the podcast, I think maybe even in person, it sounds like I'm saying Aaron, like A-A-R-O-N, Aaron. I mean, they're pronounced the same way, even though they're spelled this different. But I'm, I'm trying to say it this way with the I, where it's Eden. That's how I mean to say it. But I guess, like I'm saying I'm saying it mad American, Aaron. Like Aaron, Aaron, not yeah, Aaron. Yeah, see, I l- I'm, well, I'm, you were looking it up. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> the entire time he's just looking down, going, tick, 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 tick. "I'm gonna show them. I'm totally right." It right. says in this article, Hit my, facts. "My Hero Academia isn't indulging in filler due to any kind of lack of storytelling, <laughs> but rather as a matter of charity." Japan's 24-hour TV Love Saves the Earth charity event kicks off next week, which. And while typically a lot of shows choose not to air during that event, some shows, including My Hero Academia, air special tie-in episodes that fit the theme of the charity. Considering the context of My Hero Academia, fans <laughs> get all strong. are actually getting <laughs> context. something pretty special. Not only will this upcoming filler episode be tied to the charity, but it will also be a tie-in to the movie, My Hero Academia 2 Heroes movie. I know what the fuck I'm talking about! <laughs> wow. <laughs> Like he was over there typing feverishly into his phone. I wasn't. I didn't. Re- I didn't put together that he was actually just trying to look up whether or not he was right. Yeah, I'm like, I know I, re- I know. I read something about a charity event. So there you go, Regis. He, you, if you're gonna come at the king, <laughs> you gotta come correct. Gotta come correct. <laughs> wow. Um. But yeah. So it says, Edin. I haven't done one in a while, so my anime recommendation is Cells at Work. 
Okay. I don't that. Do you know what that is? Of course you don't. Never no. mind. Why'd I, why'd I even ask you? Of course not. <laughs> Who am I talking to? <laughs> uh, stay nerdy, my blurdy, and go beyond. Plus, Plus ultra. ultra. Plus ultra, bro. Uh, next review comes from Matt Decaf. It's a five-star review. Subject is question for the week. Who are winning a fight? Me. I, that's not one of the possibilities, though. Me so versus Jordan. Me. You should okay, but you should wait <laughs> until I actually read the the question. Mr. Prediction Head, I was right. <laughs> uh, Popeye with all the spinach possible, all the spinach possible. I like how it's phrased. Or Rikido Sugar Rush with all the sugar possible. Well, I think Rikido would get diabetes first and die. So yeah. I think Popeye. Yeah, Popeye won by default because yeah. vegetables. <laughs> I mean, that's a, I mean, how strong do you think Sugar Rush really is? Yeah, they never really said how strong he is. I mean, he hasn't performed any crazy feats of strength. No. He's like broken like cement blocks or whatever because Cement Toss is fighting him, right? Yeah. I don't even think he's like Endeavor strong. No. So I think Popeye... And Popeye, if I remember correctly, Popeye does like ridiculous things because it's a cartoon. Yeah. So if you're going to measure that with reality, then I would say the Popeye's stronger. Because I think he probably looks like ships and crap. And he just eats spinach. He's like, oh, I'm super strong now, Bluto. Yeah, so we'll go with Popeye. Yeah, Popeye. It hurts me to say that. <laughs> Popeye's stronger than anyone. Okay. Uh, but thanks for the question, Matt. Next question. I mean, next uh, review comes from NS, NSF Wizards. What does that stand for? It's a five-star review. Subject is <clears throat> a wild Jamie appears. Music are you singing? Pokemon, yeah, Pokemon. I got it. Hey, Blurds, my name is in the title, but you can call me either Not Safe for Wizards, oh, there you go, or Oh My God, Base J. I don't know what the second one means. I'm gonna call you Not Safe for Wizards. Base J. Uh, long time lurker of the podcast since your Jamie left. <laughs> I mean, just refer your, to it. Your Jamie? Yeah, like, like she uh, belongs to nobody else. <laughs> it's a Pokemon. Like, go, Jamie! Just Butterfree wanna... has escaped! <laughs> She's got the face of a Jigglypuff. I'll give her that. <laughs> nah, I say more of a Butterfree. That's why I said Butterfree. Wow. <laughs> you, what, she got bug face? Butterfree, Butterfree is cute. It's, it's a bug. Okay. No, it's a butterfly. It's a bug. Whatever. <laughs> All right. Uh, just want to say I love your work, though sometimes I have to yell at your takes because they're slightly off. Like shoot style. Oh, okay. I'm listening to this yeah. one. Like shoot style is a style that involves mainly kicks, elbows, knees, and grappling. That's why Deku uses it to protect his weaker arms. I watch a lot of anime and hope to be on the pot one day. Wait, wait. So is that a real thing? Shoot style is a style that involves mainly kicks, elbows, knees, and grappling. Or is shooting what you call using those limbs? I don't get it. We don't. We, we know nothing. We don't, we don't know. <laughs> you should be more specific. I'm, in, I'm, I'm, I'm ignorant. Help me. <laughs> um, I also want to claim Shinso of Class 1C if no one else has. Nope. Nobody has. There you go. And officially calling myself. You even know who that is? Shinso? Yeah. I don't remember. The guy that can control you if you speak back to him? Which guy From is the that? tournament? Which which one? 
What do you mean? There's only one. I don't remember. What episode Remember was the guy that controlled Deku and almost made him walk off the stage? Oh, oh, him. The psychic guy. Yeah. Who's like, you know. And then uh, he ended up seeing. power's awesome, but no one cares. He ended up seeing all the previous incarnations of All for One. I mean, what One for All. a weird moment to have that happen, too. It is. That's going to come back up. I mean, it's gonna, but it's like, he's fought like muscular. He didn't have that happen to him. Why no. did it happen then? I, I don't know. Uh. <laughs> but yeah, Shinso, that's cool. Uh, and officially calling myself number one in My Hero Academia's One's Justice on PS4 when it releases. Oh, he's he's already taking the title yeah, of the best. Throwing his gauntlet. I'm like, the game might not be that good. If, it it might be. be. I don't know. Even if it's terrible, he'll be the best at it. Yeah, he'll be the best. Uh, anyway, my first review never sent. Hopefully this one does. Stay nerdy, my blurdy. And if there is any need for suggestions on anime, let me know. Yeah, man, I always love suggestions. Doesn't mean I'll actually. I was gonna say we might not actually. Like it. <laughs> How about that C control? Mm. We'll get to, we'll get to it once my hero because my hero only has like four episodes left. Oh god, no! Because it's twenty five and we're on like episode twenty one or something. No. So once that's over, we'll, we'll finally get the C control, bro. I don't. Remember, I forgot which reviewer that was. <laughs> was it Fasa? I don't remember. Next review comes from Ginger the Weeb. It's a five star review. Subject is Yo, what did I miss? Wait a minute, did I miss the train for IG group chat? It's been a while since I reviewed, but I just wanted to say hello and remind everyone how much I love you guys. And I'm still uh, I'm still gearing up for my cosplay to view as Skinny Mite, which will have been Saturday by the time you guys read this on the show. Oh, okay, so it was yesterday for him. That's awesome. Mm-hmm. And Dragon Con Atlanta. If anyone does see this, come find me. It's 100% thanks to you guys. I've decided to try cosplay. I can't wait. I'm going to drop my new IG on here. Where I'll post pictures from Dragon Con. Yagis underscore cosplay. No post yet, but I will be adding some as I get things going for DC. Love you guys. All right, yeah, everybody follow well, uh, Ginger the Weeb. Since it was yesterday, hopefully you had a good time. Your first time cosplaying. I want to say I saw a skinny mite at Dragon Con in Dragon Con pictures. So maybe it was him. I don't know. That's maybe. awesome. If it is. Now I have to double check this. How do you like my acting skills, yo? <laughs> what the hell? <laughs> Remember? Yeah, I know. I remember. I'm just like, out of nowhere. <laughs> All right, Ginger the Weeb. Um, congratulations on cosplaying as well. That's awesome, man. Um, uh, and a review from Brett. So, Brett, is his voice is on the podcast. This is Bosa the Alert. Five stars. What's up, guys? It's Duple Arms. Thanks for explaining last week's filler episode and why we got a filler episode during this epic provisional license exam and explained it correctly. Yeah. Right, Michael? <laughs> <laughs> at first, I was too annoyed at the fact it was filler and out of the way from the story to enjoy, but since you guys, Mike, explained the situation, I went ahead and rewatched it and I changed my opinion. Thanks, guys. Oh, I saw some character changes and I want to do one too, if it's cool with Deku Law. If the slot is open, I would like to be Kamui Woods from here on out. If not, forget I said anything. Stay nerdy. Um, I think somebody I feel like has, yeah, I feel like somebody has that. I don't know. We need the rundown, Jacob. Help yeah. us out. <laughs> uh next review comes from Limahi17. It's a five-star review. Subject is you're welcome. I was listening to the podcast, uh, and you said you would sing Moana if someone left the review and not email. Thank you, email reviewer, for the idea. <laughs> I was, I was, when I said you're welcome, I was about to be like, what can I say except you're welcome? <laughs> uh, thank you, email reviewer, for the idea. Also, I'd like to know what you guys thought about the concept art for the Fantastic for Tim Miller's Deadpool 2 script. Wait, concept art for the fan four stick for Tim Miller's Deadpool 2 script since you didn't mention it during the news last week. Would you guys have even liked to see that? Hmm? 
Mm-hmm. Did you see that concept art for Fantastic F- or Fan Stick? I heard about him having them in there, but I didn't see any concept art for it. I'm Googling it right now. What can I say except you're okay. welcome? Here's Invisible Woman. Here's Human Torch. I don't like it. It don't even look, look that different. No, it doesn't. Here's uh, the thing. At least he's wearing clothes. I, I guess. That's it? And Mr. Fantastic's not even here. I mean, I don't know what I was expecting. I mean, it still has to be them, right? So it's not like a, it could be a huge difference. Just the costumes look a little, little bit more comic booky. A little bit, but I'm like, eh, whatever. Yeah, that doesn't change the movie at all. No, so. it doesn't change the movie. <laughs> if anything, it might have just tricked me a little bit more into thinking it was going to be a good movie before I saw it. Because <laughs> I thought it was going to be good. I, I was rooting for that movie. I was rooting for you, Fry. <laughs> I waited for you, Fry. Uh, but thanks, Lee Mahi. I don't know if you want me to sing the whole song. Maybe I will and tag it to the end of the podcast. No promises. <laughs> I'll, I'll turn it off at that point. <laughs> uh, next review comes from Deku the Almighty. It's Jacob. It's a five-star review. And this is Appreci- Appreciation Posts 4.5. Oh, man. I'm about to cry, aren't I? 4.5. 4.5. Hey, guys. Amazing podcast as always. Here's my appreciation post for the listeners. Or to the listeners. I meant to send it earlier in the week, but I couldn't find the words yet. Enjoy. Hello listeners, my name is Jacob, but you could call me Deku if you like. Sometimes that's what I prefer, but that's not the point. <laughs> Michael and Jordan are some of the best people I have ever met, but that is only thanks to you listeners. Without you all, I wouldn't have made such amazing friends. You send in reviews to show your support, which is awesome. Without the listeners' support, there would be no podcast. He's absolutely right. Yep. This podcast, f- uh, this podcast for some people is the only thing they look forward to sometimes, so you guys showing support to these amazing dudes is heartwarming to me. Aww. I'm going to be honest. I've been, I'm going to be honest. I've been in kind of a dark place for a while, but hearing you all make such nice comments just motivates me to keep going to the next day. Hearing Jordan, Michael, and some reviewers call me Deku fills me with such pride and joy. Sometimes I feel like I don't deserve that mantle. Deku is an amazing character who strives for greatness and never gives up. Sometimes I feel like that's not me, but I will still keep trying to prove myself and be the best Deku that you all can be proud of. <sighs> Why are you always trying to make me cry, Deku? <laughs> I mean, Jacob. You see, I connect, you're connected in my prefer, mind. He said he prefers it. Well, there you go. Because, I I mean, you embody it, man. Keep smiling. And keep smiling, yeah, keep Deku. Keep smiling. But even that, that thought that I don't deserve it, but I'm going to keep striving to, to embody that for you guys. That's him. That's, that's, that's yeah. that mentality, man. That's, that's it. Man. You're him. By wanting to be him, you embody him. <laughs> I'm going to cry. <laughs> <laughs> um... Da, 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 da. Deku is an amazing character who tries for greatness and never gives up. Sometimes I feel like it's the meme. Bah, 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 bah. Thank you all for showing your support to the Blur Vision podcast. Each and every one of you listeners and reviewers are heroes in my eyes. Even if you don't agree with them at times, you still stay for a listen. So thank you all. You all are plus ultra amazing. Did I do good all night? Thanks for listening to my review and thank you for listening and showing your support to them. It means a lot. Until next time, Go beyond plus ultra. ultra. I mean, he said he said he said he, he said he said he was in a dark place, but and I mean I don't know what's going on, but I I, I don't feel that at all. And sometimes I will say like it's uh, the ones that are going through the most trouble. There, there are flowers that do that bloom the most in darkness. Mm-hmm. So I say just keep on blooming. <laughs>
Yeah, man. Just always remember, even if you're going through hard times, that that's, just, that's life giving you pressure, but like what makes a diamond? Pressure. So anything that you are able to work through, it just makes you stronger for it. So yeah, man, keep smiling, Deku. And the fact that you can still be that beacon of light, even if you're not going through the best of times, it just shows you, you know, how how all might you are, really. You're so, that's your charisma shining through. Taking a light and diamond in the rough. Diamond in the rough. Yeah, man. I'm about to, hmm. I'm not going to get emotional. <laughs> <laughs> he did so good. <laughs> you need to be a writer, man. This is, like, you, and you write really well. That's like, like I, I'm, I really appreciate the writing in this. Your creative soul. <laughs> J.K. Rowling in the making. Yup. <laughs> okay. Next review comes from who? How are you gonna follow that up, Reese? It's Reese Alexander. It's a five star review. Subject is life be that way. Uh, Reese says, "What's happening, y'all? It's been a crazy few weeks for me. That's going back to college and my grandma dying. Oh my god. Oh. oh I'm sorry, Reese. Uh, but I am back and stronger than ever. See, that's exactly what we're talking about too. Good for you, man." Anyway, I want to say to Jordan that even though I'm not a Power Rangers fan, I really enjoyed your fan film. As an aspiring director, I can appreciate the passion for a franchise close to your heart. My dream is to do right by the movies Hollywood has ruined, like Last Airbender and Dragon Ball Evolution. You are a hero amongst (laughs) men, Reese Alexander. (laughs) Yes. Anyway, thanks for the podcast, guys. I would love to see a Last Airbender movie done done right. right. No Ang. <laughs> no no Soka. G- no General Eero. Oh my god. Can you imagine? That would be so amazing. Give it, give it to Marvel somehow. And they can't fucking bend fire. They need actual... They need flames to bend fire. I'm like, no. That's what made them so dangerous to the rest of the, of the other nations. Because mm-hmm. they don't have to... They don't need fire to create fire. And they needed the reverse. Where made the Earthbenders prisoners in a place with Earth? Like, remember in the show they went to like a metal like 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 fairy type of thing where yeah, there was no they were on a boat. But that was before metal bending. But in the movie they were just like in some random forest. So I was like, "There's Earth everywhere. What are you doing, <laughs> <laughs> guys? Guys, we're, Earth is everywhere." <laughs> it's like, "No, no, we're in chains. You don't need to have your hands free. You can still bend. Yeah. <laughs> you can stomp on the ground. Like, do you not know how this works? Apparently, I'm like Shyamalan. He's like, like did you uh, watch the show? No, he claims he watched the show <laughs> with, his, with his daughter, and that's what made him want to do the movie. So I'm like, so you should know how to pronounce his fucking name. You should know how the rules of the show. I think he watched maybe one episode. Even one episode, you should be able know. to know more than like, that. <laughs> just from the promo alone, Earth, Fire. Yeah, same thing for like Dragon Ball, like a good drag, an actually good and 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 faithful to the source material Dragon Ball adaptation. That'd be amazing. Yeah, Goku's, just give me the Saiyan saga. Goku's white and everybody else is Asian. <laughs> no, not that. <laughs> and his name is Goku. <laughs> I don't even care how you do it. Just just do it right. <laughs> Vegeta, just give me the Vegeta arc. I'm good. Goku versus Vegeta in the end. Boom, done. Keep it small. Don't do Frieza. It's too much. <laughs> I'm like, I don't even know if Dragon Ball will work as a live action movie. Maybe like an ana- like animated movies, but I'm like, I don't know if it works as live action. I think it can be done. But I mean, it's just really cool. I mean, but dude, we're getting off way off topic. Yeah, we're, but, way off. <laughs> I mean, um, I, I hey, what can I like, thank you so much for even being a little bit inspired. You know, if you want to go into actually being a director, like if you run it in a film and you're inspired by Power Rangers and Worthy, it's like it's really high praise. So thank you, Reese, for that. Um, you see, we're four hundred thousand views. Oh my god! Oh wow! It's going crazy. 
That's good. It's really positive too. People are really like for the most part positive. We're almost you. Uh, we could we you blah, 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 almost at the point where you could sing the song. What? We're a million strong <laughs> and growing. <laughs> no, that'd be awesome. <laughs> um, our last podcast review comes from Flaza Dude. It's a five star review, and the subject is "I know what I have to do now." Hmm. It's my life. What? And only Q Michael remix. What? See, I thought I I, I read "It's my life." I went to Bon Jovi. I don't think that's what he meant. I think you read it right. Yeah. <laughs> well, it says it's my life, one and only. Cube Michael remix. It's my life, one and only. Do you know that song? No. See, I thought it was it's my life and it's now or never. But that's not it. <laughs> um, yo, what's good? It really does take two weeks to realize how empty it feels not having a podcast. Just glad last episode was great as usual. Like, for real, I was mad bored without something to look forward to those Mondays. Anyways, almost to episode 100. Hope there's something big around the corner, wink, wink. Haha, <laughs> wink, back at you. I got something big. <laughs> I, I like how your face... <laughs> I had nothing. I had no response for that. <laughs> Just a thought. I, too, do hate Attack on Titan's opening, mainly because it's an awful fit. Yup, exactly. Like, I, and uh, on this subject, I was listening to the podcast and like listening to the song because you say you don't mind it, but you know what it is? It's not just that it's a slow song. It's almost like a boy band ballad. There are points in the song where it's like, like you know what I mean? It's like, I, I, I. I mean, I don't know. It's whack. <laughs> it's whack it, is, it, it is whack, but it doesn't bother me as much as it bothers you. Um, You're like uh, raging out. <laughs> <laughs> it just could be so much cooler also back on the Dragon Ball Super Manga the Roshi thing isn't as bad as it sounds it does seem random at first but they but the way it's done is a is a way that leads to Goku using Ultra Instinct mmm and it's ultimately more reasonable than what the show did and better but that's just me okay so I'm gonna putting dots together there if he's dodging Jiren was he using the power of not thinking too much and that's what Goku keys it on to use Ultra Instinct but then it's like I'm not okay with that because that means yeah, Master Roshi not... is close to Ultra Instinct level yeah. <laughs> get out of here <laughs> I'm not, I don't know for sure but if that's the connection I was like even then that still doesn't sound <laughs> that sounds worse that means he's even stronger because <laughs> I'm like even if he has that ability somewhat Jiren should still technically be faster so no man when you move without thought that's like saying, oh, I can move without thought, but I'm uh, the Flash, so the Flash can't hit me. It's like, yep. no, that's not how that works. <laughs> Sometimes Deathstroke can dodge the Flash, so maybe there's some truth to that. Yeah, and that's stupid. <laughs> it is stupid. Uh, I do hate Tekken Titan in person, blah, blah, blah. Also, back on the Dragon Ball Super Manga, the Roshi thing. Oh, wait, I read that. Um, da, da, da. Uh, lastly, I would definitely be one of the three listeners on the Michael Solo podcast because Jordan's trash. Hey! <laughs> I, I agree with the Jordan's trash part. Wow, you're you know, like you're trash. <laughs> Forget you. I tried to like freaking give you compliments. <laughs> Did you though? Yes, I said you could do it. <laughs> Jerk. Anyways, keep yeah, you said that after the fact. 
Not what? when I actually tried to do it. No, I did. I was like, I was like, well, I told you I didn't have all the songs and stuff. Exactly. On my laptop. Excuses. Wow. Because you didn't want me to do it. <laughs> you yourself were like, um, oh, I might not want to do it actually because I'm lazy. Yeah, exactly. Well, it's gonna be, only gonna be two listeners. Well, now three. Yeah, including this guy. <laughs> Anyways, keep up the great work, guys. And as always, say it with me. Plus Ultra. Ultra. Besides, there's no point of doing it. Like you're not going to. You're not going anywhere so i mean right now who knows you're not going anywhere maybe i'll be stricken ill next week or something no, you're not going anywhere okay <laughs> uh oh wait i'm i mean stay nerdy my blurdy stay nerdy my blurdy and on that note let's get in to anime of the week let's talk about my hero academia this week's episode was titled what <laughs> it's like a seinfeld title what's the big idea What's the deal with arguing during an exam? <laughs> that shit was ridiculous. Yeah. So this week's episode is the culmination of the uh, the rescue operations part of the exam that we've been following in My Academia. Um, and for whatever reason, you know, we've been following the the ongoing uh, mystery of what's his name, the wind guy, drama, Yorashi, and, and, and Nasa, and Nasa. That yeah. name is Yorashi. Was that his, uh, I think that might be his first name or second or last name. <laughs> However, Japan works. Let's <laughs> go with the Nasa because easier to say. Yeah, I think it's, it's yeah I N A S A. I think it's a Nasa. Yeah, the hair guy called him that. Yeah, so it must be a Nasa. But uh, so yeah, we've been following the ongoing mystery of what's uh, Nasa's deal and why does he probably hate Todoroki and Endeavor. And this week's episode, we finally find the out. Answer, yeah. During the middle of an exam, uh-huh. it's like. And I was right there with Gang Orko. He's like, outrageous. They're actually arguing in the middle of a fight. <laughs> and it's like, I don't... My hero lost me a little bit right there. So I'm like, there's no way. I mean, they're kids. I mean, they're kids. But then to have Anasa explaining why he hates... Like, did... did uh, yeah, Taroki hurt him. So like, as he goes into this long-winded flashback sequence... Todoroki's like I was gonna say, blocking he, cement 
I would say, did he hear him? I don't think. I think that was like an him internal, talking to himself. Yeah, internal monologue. Oh, that's stupid. Because <laughs> I don't think he heard him. Okay, that makes a little bit more sense at least. Because then, otherwise, I'm like, how is he talking? Like going at length about his backstory. And he's like, this is why I hate you. <laughs> As he's dodging all like the cement fire from those guns or whatever. Yeah. But I don't know. I was just like, now is not the time to launch to a flashback about this guy. This is not what I thought was going to happen. But that being said, ultimately, I, I did like how the episode was like. Crafted. Yeah. And, and really, I don't like Inasa's reasoning for why he hates Todoroki. But because it's, it's very fam, it's very like syndrome, very very one note. Like, oh, you scorned me, my fanboyism. <laughs> but he's passionate. Yeah, if he's passionate. If you, if you don't share that passion, he doesn't like you. That's just that's weak to me. <laughs> plus, he said the same exact words that Endeavor said to him. You're in my way. Yeah, no, I get why, but I just think it's really weak, <laughs> personally. But what it might lack in in solid reasoning for why Inanasa hates Endeavor and Todoroki I really like what it did for Todoroki's character and it was kind of an extension of even the battle that he had with Deku in last season it's like him still coming to terms with his relationship with his father and how that shapes personality I don't know I thought it was really deep like the moment where he he he's talking to himself and he's like I'm no I'm over this like I'm over like this guy's just, he's just an Endeavor hater like just ignore him but then he's like, no, I still, I thought I was over hating my father, but there's still a little bit there. And he has to work through it in his mind. Like, oh, I'm trying to just walk away and ignore my problems. I thought I could just, like, once I got, once I had that first experience of being able to not think about my father anymore, like having his shadow constantly overhanging me and driving, like driving all of my actions, mm-hmm. I thought I could just completely cut ties and walk away from that feeling. But it's still my lineage. It's still my past. It's still who I am. So I, I, it's, it was like him reconciling that in this episode. I really, I really thought that was cool. Yeah, and I also, I really like. I don't know. I, just, I like seeing the dynamic between them two. Them arguing and 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 then also with that, you kind of saw Todoroki fucking up, which is something you never really seen before. Yeah, it's true. Like, for the most part, he's always been perfect mm-hmm. at everything, but then it's just something about those two coming together that just made them both clash. But then when they actually work together, it's all more satisfying. Yeah. Because that shit, when they actually do work together, it's like just skipping to the end. But when they make that fire tornado to trap gang Orca, uh-huh. that shit was dope. Without even talking to each other. Without talking to each other and not even being able to move. And if, like, and, the, and in the way, we're skipping ahead, but I, I just want to explain this because I I kind of had a moment of clarity of like why My Hero Academia is so powerful emotionally. Like It's not just a thing where like, I mean, Dragon Ball Super as, as an example. Like, Goku needs an ability, and he's really struggling, and he's like, suddenly new power, and he just does it. And then, like, you know, he might throw in, like, for my friends or whatever the fuck, but it's really shallow, and it's all, it's contrived, basically. Uh-huh. But with My Academia, there's, like, so much thought, I think, that goes into, like, the powers really just being a metaphor for the characters coming to terms with themselves and growing. So, like, for example, the moment in this episode where when Todoroki and Inasa start working together and the uh, gang orcas minions or whatever turn around and go like, oh, we have to we have to stop them. And he takes out their cement guns or whatever and starts fighting at Todoroki. Mm-hmm. And then Todoroki puts up the ice wall yeah. and it flashes back to him um, 
talking to himself, like training and being like, I need to work on practicing my ice, my fire at the same time, at the same time. And like in this moment where he's working in, in complete harmony with the NASA, he's also in harmony with himself to be able to use all of his abilities simultaneously. Mm-hmm. And I like the fact that he was also like, he, he made a note in his flashback, like it slows me down. Cause I'm not practicing it. But then he's like, well, if I can't move, yeah, I it, can't don't move it doesn't matter. Yeah. <laughs> I was like, Oh, that's so cool. It's like, I don't know. It's just like it's it's not just cool for the sake of what they're doing and their powers, but also how that ties back into their characters and like mm-hmm. the, the 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 steps their characters are taking, you know, in their evolutions. But yeah, and, it's, and it is also cool to see them growing in their powers. Yeah, because they are young, so what they have now isn't isn't going to be their peak. So like even with uh, Froppy. She has a new ability now. Camouflage yeah. and super tongue slap. <laughs> it takes out like three guys at once or whatever. Yeah, so that was that was cool. Yeah, I mean, talking about Froppy, like the other side characters this episode, where like they luckily they they do prioritize the rescue and saving the people with the first aid stations rather than just jump right into a fight. Mm-hmm. And you find out in the beginning of the episode that they're that's they're testing the the students on um, points off. Like it's just it's how many mistakes you make in a crisis situation rather than like you gain points and this you just lose points. Yeah, everybody starts off at a hundred, mm-hmm. and if you go below fifty, and first of all, out. this is impossible. Like when they, when they laid out the logistics of how this thing is scored and they got really detailed, I'm like, this is impossible to actually score. I was yeah, it's I was so like, subjective. I was like, how? And then not even <laughs> that, but I'm like, how do you see everybody? Well, they were like every single person, every student has a person in the in the stands watching them individually. But it's like so each person's being scored individually. But it's like it's so subjective. But, I'm like, but it looked like that that stadium or whatever or the area they were fighting in looked massive. So I'm like, and it looked know. like they were seated in one area. I don't know. So I'm like, how are they able to see, judge everybody? And like, what if like just random shit happens? Like people around you are doing. Or more one than of them you. guys just having a bad day. He's like, yeah. man, fuck that guy. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> like it's, I guess what I'm saying like it's logistically it's impossible to score something like this. But whatever, be that as it may. But it was also, but it was cool to see why they're. Uh, going so aggressive with this provisional license exam because yes. they're like instead of having one all might who exemplified everything and was so far beyond powerful all the other, and charismatic yes so far beyond all the other heroes and they made endeavor yeah, mass small compared to he saw Endeavor all angry like mm. yeah instead of having one all might we need to have a bunch of different people that exemplify all the different characteristics of all might so they can all come together and be as good as one all might yeah basically it's strength in numbers so if we lose one doesn't affect us as much. Mm-hmm. Sure, the numbers. So yeah, that was that was that was cool. And I think that was cool because that also set up um, the 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 flashbacks with Inasa and Todoroki because just that one flash of of um, the difference between Endeavor and All Might that sets up the fact that you know Endeavor had those eyes always looking forward at something greater than him, which is All Might, mm-hmm. and Todoroki was always looking forward to his father. So you see that like that chain. That kind of happened because of endeavors, like basically his what's it called? Your uh, uh, oh, another word. Fuck. Yeah. <laughs> about his drive? No, no, no. Uh, inferiority complex. Uh, <laughs> it trickled down to Todoroki and yeah. made him an asshole like his father. Yeah. And I like that moment when they both realized, oh, we're both, we both became what we hated. We're both dicks. <laughs> you know who else has an inferiority complex? Who? Buffy. What? She has an inferiority complex. With who? <laughs> With herself. 
How? What? She has a superiority. Like you're just forcing it above your reference right now. <laughs> she has a superiority complex, but she has an inferiority complex about her superiority complex. They talked about that in season seven. I hate you. <laughs> Conversations with dead people. I hate you. <laughs> but yeah, so all the the side characters have really epic moments this episode. So like when they uh, make the right choice and actually prioritize the rescue, and then the two best, literally the two best heroes. For, for this, stalling for this situation, yeah, being Todoroki and Inasa because they both have giant area of effect quirks. Um, that was a fucking badass moment. But then to see all of the other, like when they first appeared, I mean, but then when you see all the other students coordinating their attacks together to be able to keep the gang members off, like the the rescue teams, mm-hmm. that was fucking dope. Even like again, Karate Guy, he had a moment. Yeah, when him did. and Deck went back to back, I was like, oh, that's fucking dope. <laughs> karate and all these freaking... I still don't know his name. <laughs> I don't know his name, but that was a cool moment. I'm like, all right, Karate Guy, you got that. That was yeah. a badass moment. That was cool. Yeah, and then the even even the hair guy, Cousin It from Adam's Family. That, that's exactly what I call him. He's super powerful, though. He's very powerful. So like, that's freaking awesome. To a, to a certain point, because they said if he uses powers too much, his hair would get tangled. Which oh, yeah, I forgot think, about that. That's I weird. It's weird. <laughs> <laughs> He's like brushing it out. Yeah. Like a dark shadow. I need, shot to, I need to curl ass. my curl my locks. <laughs> Not Deku using the earthquake ability. Mm-hmm. That was fucking dope. And then Deku being like, "Oh my god, his personality. Yeah, his personality. <laughs> Terrible." <laughs> He's really like, "He's asshole me." Um, and the moment where in the beginning where he used the the earth shake thing, but then K- Gang Orca jumped out and used like the ultrasonic. Can yeah. whales really do that? I mean, whales have some. They have echolocation. Yeah, they have echolocation. But that shit so is like his canary is like, cry. Yeah, I was going to say his is to the extreme. That's crazy. But that was a dope moment. It was like, it's like, oh, my brains. Yeah, he got he got up on him close, too. Word. It screamed in his face. I'm like, you do realize this is an exam, right? It's well, not, there was like, yo, is he going yeah, all out right it's now? It's not real. <laughs> He's like, but it reminds me, of, reminds me of All Might in that way, where like, uh, what's that girl? Uh, recovery girl? Oh, yeah, chastised yeah. All Might she was like you really don't know how to hold back do you you almost broke Deku's back <laughs> <laughs> oh that's right when he was with Bakugo yeah um, but but yeah it. my two favorite moments this episode both Deku the moment where he's like what are you doing dude <laughs> I was like bruh you got sunned by Deku just <laughs> what? I guess, you know he was really trying to say what the fuck are you yeah. doing <laughs> You idiot! But when he came in and saved not Deku, that was a fucking clutch moment. That was cool. Yeah, Shindo. Because they used the fire and the wind, which I thought was going to make a bigger fire blast when they did it together, but then it just deflected because they used it incorrectly together, mm-hmm. I guess. I don't know. Fire. It, almost, it almost burned him. Yeah, and then it ends up going to not Deku. But then at the end, where Gang Orca is able to tank the fire tank, and it was like, yeah, this is pretty good. Most villains be like, all right, I give up. What they did, bitch! <laughs> it's like ah, I got, it's like a bottle of water. Yeah, like he, pour it on he, his he head. On his... I'm like, what is? Because him being an orca, he needs what? Like him. No, I getting... get he's drying out, but like the image of him just pouring water yeah, on, just his pouring head. Water on his like, head. Ah, I'm fine. <laughs> and then the fire like disperses or whatever, and it's like, what do you have left? And it's like, oh, we got nothing. We're fucked. And when Deku came out with that kick, but I was I was mad. I was mad. That Why? Because I was like. As soon as I was like, oh shit, it's about to get real. Yeah, it's about to get real. That was like, exam's over. I said, motherfucker. <laughs> I loved it. That was an amazing cock tease. <laughs> I, want, I, I wanted to see the fight. But see, a lot. But see, that's why I like My Academia because it does things that you don't expect. We all expected that to be a fight, but it was like, nah, we don't even got a fight. And it's enough. It's enough to know 
that Deku was a problem. And him just kicking King Orca once. He's like, yo, for real though, I know they're kids, but... With yeah, that, this fight would have if if this would have went on, we would have lost. Yeah, it's like I'm not sure, man. That that kick was something else. That shoot style. <laughs> that well, shoot not even play. just the kick, but he kick, but he was also weak from drying up. From oh the, yeah, from, yeah. Well, I'm saying like everything being dried out, being weakened from that, being like you know Deku's raw strength. That was freaking awesome. I love this episode. Midoriya, Midoriya. <laughs> I got, I love that voice, man. <laughs> I got like, oh shit. It's Meg 2.0 right there. Yeah. Well, I didn't see Meg, so I don't know. You missed nothing. <laughs> uh, but yeah, I'd give this episode perfect vision. Fucking amazing. And then it ends with... Uh, uh, the... I thought, what happened? This is when my hero lost me. Oh, what? Yo, for a second. I was just like, really? He's a fanboy. He fanboys so hard. And he was just really upset when Endeavor and Toro I, gave I love him the shade. His, I love his character, though. He... No, I like him as a character. I'm just saying... That was a little weak to me. I'm like, shade. But I'm like, really? I can see how that could get annoying. <laughs> Everything is so cool. Everything is awesome. Shut up. <gasps> <laughs> He's like, and I never forgave him. <laughs> but no, Endeavor's an asshole, though. I mean, like, Endeavor is an asshole. You gotta give that to him. But to hold on for so long That's like to when the they point say, where... when they say never meet your idols. I mean, yeah. I understand, but I'm just saying, and I've experienced that as a fanboy, so I know what he's going through, but I'm just saying to hold on to it for so long, and then to have it almost fuck them up, they might, and that's the thing, at the end, Deku was looking through the, the list, they put up, just like when we were like, when we were kids in high school, they put all the grades up on a, like a billboard for us to read. Mm-hmm. Like, we don't know who passed and failed. Well, nah, I was we, know say, one. We, we know one. <laughs> we know what? We do. Michael, <laughs> asshole. But... Like, Todoroki and Anasa might fail because of that. There was a point where the people in the stands were like, like, oh, they, like, they, they're, they like, the best in the class, but, you know, I'm yeah, kind of afraid. Yeah, after that, though, like, they definitely lost point. Like, they trailed, but then you, they, right after she said that, you saw the guy writing notes. Yeah. Like, writing stuff down. So, I'm like, hmm, they might have failed just because of that. Yeah, that, see, I don't know the answer to that one. Yeah. But I did like when, But um, the ending, I was like, me, 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 <laughs> cut the bluff credits. I'm like... You know Deku Paz. Yeah, well, yeah. But Gang Orca, I like that moment where he was like, this doesn't make up... When he was like being attacked by the fire tornado, he was like, this doesn't make up for the mistake earlier, but I like the tenacity, like yeah. that kind of thing. I was like, oh, that's fucking dope. <laughs> Got props from number 10. Yeah. So what'd you think? Or is he number nine now? Well, I mean, they said number ten, but I'm like, is yeah, he num- is we, he number ten? Be- shifted. Yeah, he's in number ten before All Might or after All Might. I think they're gonna retire number one like a jersey. <laughs> yeah. Like no one gets to be number one. <laughs> well, Endeavor's number one technically now. Well, no, I mean technically, but you know how they retire jerseys in like basketball or like sports? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah they yeah. retire the rank number one because uh-huh. he was such a big difference between Endeavor and All Might. It's like nope, number one's always yeah, All Might. Doesn't you're number matter. Like two point five. Yeah. <laughs> So I, I perfect vision. Or one point five, uh, perfect vision. Also perfect. Yeah. Anything you want to add? I wonder what's happening next week. Oh, next week it's the conversation between Bakugo. Well, and not Deku. even that, but you saw all my in front of cameras or whatever. Oh, it looked like he was in the hospital with all for one. No, I saw. I thought I saw pictures. Like no. Flashing. Oh, I saw that too. But I think there was a, a scene where he was in a hospital with all for one. No, I don't know. I didn't catch that. So I think there's going to be a conversation between All Might and All for One. That's going to be awesome. But then Bakugo is talking to Deku about his quirk. Oh, yeah, definitely. He's finally coming up. It's going to finally come up. <laughs> is your dad All, all Might? Yeah. <laughs> all Might gave you his powers, didn't he? Well, fuck you. <laughs> I'm still going to beat you, Deku. I hate you, Deku. And Deku. <laughs> and then they're going to make out. 
in your fan fiction? No, no, in the actual manga <laughs> or anime. No. <laughs> full, full on tongue action. All right, moving on. <laughs> Let's get into Attack on Titans, which episode was titled Sin. So, you didn't finish it? I forgot about that. <laughs> what? So well, how far did you get? Um, How far did I get? Uh, she was remembering, because I was watching it as I was getting ready for work. Yeah, because this week's episode. And then I forgot, um, to, I forgot to go back to it. Wow. Not until you brought it up. I wow. was like, oh shit, I forgot to finish Attack on Titan. <laughs> wow. Um, Just talk about it. I'll tell you where. I, well, I mean, thought. this week's episode was with um Aaron Wakes Up. I saw, I, saw the, I saw the first half. I know I Edin, saw at least half of it. Edin wakes up <laughs> in the uh, that. Yeah, he wakes up in the, in the crystal. In the crystal cave. The crystal cave. The, the Fortress of Solitude. <laughs> Fortress of Solitude. Yeah, Superman's there. Um, but yeah, it's the, uh, what's his name? Reese the uh, Reese, King. Reese, and Rod, Historia. Reese, and Historia. And it's revealed talking. that they have a bloodline. Yeah, that they can... have ability to uh, sap your memories. Yeah, what the fuck? Yeah, I, don't, I didn't remember that, and now I'm remembering why I didn't remember that. Cause it's stupid. <laughs> yeah, it's very random. <laughs> They've got power. Like somehow they have like the, meta the men in black. <laughs> yeah, they got the men in black flashy thing without the flashy thing. It's like do you have to, t- do you have to touch a person to make them forget? How did they make the whole country forget? They, t- they, t- touch- they touched everybody. Everybody got touched? They just linked hands. Everybody held hands. Yeah. Okay. It's bad. Bad, t- bad touch, guys. Bad touch. <laughs> Literally. I'm sure they'll explain it later, but like that's just like, okay, that's a really that's a really big bomb to drop, and just like, it wasn't even like a big revelation. Just like, oh yeah, by the yeah, way, we, he's got we, an ability. Yeah, we got a new ability. Yeah. It's just, it's like, everybody's just like, oh, okay. It's like, no, what? <laughs> like, no, you got superpowers. Like, let's talk about that for a second. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, we make people forget. It's not, it's not a big deal. But just this bloodline. It's really random. But they touch Aaron, and they're able to unlock his memories of what happened when he, be- when he became a Titan, which also, like, at the same time, his story's memories are unlocked to reveal that she was she, actually she, never really alone yeah, growing she up. she has a sister. Yeah, she has a sister. And Aaron ate her... Ate oh, his, had a sister. Yeah, had a sister. <laughs> and Aaron ate his father. Yeah, well, her, her his father attacked the Reese family during that ceremony, the sister. Her, that's how. That's how he got. That's how he powers. got the attack. The call. No, no, no. Him eating Historia's sister is how he got the fighting titan. Well, no. Wait, no. Okay, wait. Okay, okay, wait. Let's go back to the beginning. <laughs> uh, the Reese family, the half sister. She yeah. is the vessel. She's yeah. the one she that a, has the call power. No, no, and no. She's I like, thought she she had the strength. She was a fighter. Well, she's everything. I said she's a, he's uh. like she's like the a special titan. That's why she looked like the female Titan, like kind of humanoid. Because I thought the call, the call came from when he, when Aaron ate that woman. That is the woman. No, no, no. His father ate that woman. Yes. So his father had the call, and then Aaron eats his father. No. Yes. Aaron eats his father, and he becomes because when he ate his, because when he first became a Titan, he was like a little short, shrubby thing. Aaron. Yeah, yeah. Aaron. 
But then he ate his father and he became the big old fighting titan. Yes. But he got the call in season two from eating a woman. Uh, the what the the historian's sister was already dead by that point. Wait, what woman are you talking about? Remember he ate somebody in season two and that's how he got. That's what you was. No, you, this is the woman. the The royal family is the one that has that because he because he he didn't get the call until the end of season two. Well, he always he had it. He's never used it. That I was know, the first time he used remember. it. Because I thought he ate somebody and then that's how he got nah, that power. This is this is the the source. That woman that looks like a female titan. She presumably has the call and has that special titan body. That's why she's humanoid or whatever. Because his father wasn't. He looked kind of like the the ape titan, sort of. Like a normal titan, really. Mm -hmm. So then his father eats her, gets the call ability. And then I want to say he lets Aaron eat him. I don't think... I don't know if it was on purpose or not. But then he injects Aaron, makes Aaron a titan, and Aaron eats his father. No, I think it was on purpose. Because how... how well, he injects he, him. I was gonna say, how else would he get that power then? Yeah, I want to leave a note, Dad. Be like, <laughs> no, no notes. Well, you remember, and you're really fucked up from it because you ate me. Um, my bad. I did it for you or something. Yeah. <laughs> something. But the reveal is, and then they uh, flash back to the the group, and then I think that's as far as I got. Flashback to the group, or the, not a flashback, but they went back to the scouts. Oh, well, yeah, because at one point, I mean, there's a whole thing. Did you get to the weird torture that that guy that hates the government? Yeah, he was upside down. Bro, they're like feeding he had him like a or whatever. funnel on his ass, yeah. dude. So, yeah, I was like, what is this? What? <laughs> <laughs> I was like, why is this in the show right now? <laughs> I don't understand this. Completely naked. Yeah, and pictures new body. He's like, yeah, he's a freak, man. And he's, he's just, he, And he literally, like, why would you trust this guy? He he became what he is just for the opportunity because he hates the government to yeah. do this to them. Uh huh. When they had that conversation, in the, would you in trust the, a guy like that? No, I wouldn't. Not at all. <laughs> but the, I guess at the end of the day, they have the same. They had the same goal. So <laughs> I just want to put a funnel they're, on this guy's Yeah, ass. their goals aligned. Please let me do this. Yeah, I've been dreaming about it since I was a kid. <laughs> but I like that Pixis and Erwin uh, had that conversation, revealing like that. You know, Pixis's loyalties were with Erwin. Because of his nature, his natural leadership abilities, mm -hmm. and he's like, you know, like I follow you because you have the people's. But that's why a lot of people follow. I mean, he got that woman on his side. Uh, where she accused him of killing her husband, but then he he, he turned her. He turned, ended up turning her around. Yeah. Um. Oh, we we kind of just jumped off the fact that Aaron's dad ate that woman, but he also killed kids and. Fucked up that whole family. Yeah, he killed the whole Rod. He killed the whole Reese family. Yeah, it's pretty fucked up. Yeah. Like, how do you feel about that? That's very fucked up. Is he still a good guy? <laughs> well, Aaron's a good guy, but I don't know about his father. The father, uh, he had to have. Obviously, he had a reason. But what is that reason? Like, does the ends justify the means? I guess we'll find out. Mm. I don't know. Yeah, I was like, "Fuck, bro." Uh <laughs> yeah, because maybe maybe there's something about the Reese family we don't know. Mm-hmm. Um, I thought it was a cool revelation that Krista, Historia's alter ego name, came from that came book. Came from that book, yeah. Yeah. So that was cool. Yeah, it's a little, like, little... So she at least, or she remembered... She clearly remembered something to be able to take from the... Because she... It's like oh. Harry Potter rules. You don't forget quite everything. Yeah. <laughs> you remember little small things just for sentimental, like, emotion, emotional moments like that, where it's like, oh, he, she remembered the name. Yeah, so that at least the name or the, the book left an indelible mark on her brain. Yeah. That's why she took that name. Um, but I think the part you're talking about with the, the scouts is when they're on the way to go save Historian and Aaron. And um, they're talking about Kenny 
and how dangerous he is and the fact that he's basically as strong as Levi. And they're like, so to us, he's basically invincible. Got it. <laughs> like, I like that there's actually, like, a giant power gap like that, and they all recognize that. <laughs> like, if he's as strong as you, or stronger, we can't fight him. There's not even a chance. No, it's got to be It's got to be Levi. Yeah. Or Mikasa. Or together. Perfectly well, yeah, together. Mikasa could take out anybody. She's... But I guess the, like, the only other thing was that that whole um, backstory, I don't know if you got that far, but they talk about Mikasa and her ability to like... No, I didn't get that far. Okay. She's got Asian abilities. She's got... No, she's got... Is it Asian or is it... Well, I think it's Ackerman. Mean? That's racist. No, no, no. It's Ackerman abilities. Because there's two clans that are immune to the bloodline, the 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 Reese bloodline that can erase memories. And that's the Ackermans, and, who is like the... Um, that's Kinney, and that's half of Mikasa. And it's Asian people. Just generic Oriental people are immune to brainwashing. <laughs> so those are the two. How does that work? Aren't they all Asian? No, they they're like. Is it Aaron Asian? No, Aaron's not Asian. No, attack. We talked about this before. Attack on Titan is one of the. Well, no, I know Ar- I know Armin's not Asian, like but and or uh, Aaron Yeager. Hanj. Well, yeah, I guess. Yeah, no, they're all like Eastern European somethings. It's like one of the few anime that's like actually based in Western culture, except for the few. And don't say Oriental. <laughs> they said Oriental. It was literally in the show. They said it in the show. Oh, they okay. literally said Oriental in the show. I know. I'm also aware of that. Like it's offensive, but like they said it in the show. So maybe it's because it's a fantasy world. I don't know. But to me, it was just weird. I'm like, why are Asian people immune to brainwashing? <laughs> but those are the two groups that are like ostracized in their society: the Ackerman clan, and they're like so they're all like roving gang member kind of people. That's why Kenny's a badass, and um, and, M- and Mikasa's Asian half. Weird. And, why, and the reason why Mikasa's so fucking badass is she's both. She's half Asian, half Ackerman. And apparently Ackermans all have the ability, because they were like the, the knights of the Royal Guard back in the day, or whatever. So they, they that ability they have, remember when Mikasa like went Super Saiyan, when she was a kid, mm-hmm. with the knife? Yeah. That's actually an ability that the Ackermans have. So Kenny can do it, Levi like, can do what's it. What's going and on with these abilities showing up? I, I don't know. It's X Men all I, of a sudden. Yeah, aside from Titan form, I think he's do Red Spider Man and the X Men, and he's like, I'm gonna make this an anime. <laughs> I'm like, what's going on? I don't know, but wait, yeah, I didn't get that far. Okay, well that was basically it, and then the episode ends with um, uh, Kenny learning about that from some old guy, learning about the Ackerman and Oriental thing, and then the episode ends with them about to break into the shrine to save Aaron. I think it's gonna be a, a twist because it's like one of those things where it's like they don't show like they're they're waiting on one side of a door to burst in, and the Kenny and his crew are waiting on the, another side of the door, like just you know unaware of what's about, what's about to happen. I think they're they're in the wrong place. You know what I mean? They're gonna burst through the door and be like, "Oh, there's no one here." You know what I mean? That yeah, kind of thing. Yeah, kind of like my hero did. Yeah. So I'm I fully expect to get the what the fuck twist next week. Uh, buddy. What, a, what a twist. <laughs> yeah, can you even rate it? You didn't even watch the whole thing. No, I didn't watch the whole thing, okay. so I can't rate it. Well, I'll give it more than passable. And you know what? I, let me throw this out there, too. Attack on Titan this season is definitely, I think, the weakest it's been. Oh, yeah, definitely. Yeah. I, I, had, I had that thought while I was watching this I mean, episode. but I'm still interested. I, no, no, I like it's, it. It's, way, it's definitely more character-driven than it is. But even the other two seasons were character-driven, so I can't even say that. It's more... There's bigger it's, moments. It's big... This season is just more about the exposition of the world. Yeah, true. It's slow. It's slower. Yeah, this season's more all exposition. Yeah. 
That's but again, I like it. I'm not saying I don't like it. I'm just saying compared to the last two seasons, the theme song is like an indicator not of that, the hype of it. Yeah, it's called Attack on Titan, but it's not Attack on Titan. It's Attack on Humans. Yeah. <laughs> Attack on Society, man. <laughs> All right. Uh, if you've got nothing else to discuss on well, that. No, I didn't, yeah, I didn't finish the episode. Because you're trash. Uh, let's get into the movie of the week. Ken. Your brother just got out of prison. I know I've been away for a long time, but I want to make sure that you know that you're important to me. I want you to be careful around him. Welcome home, my man. I know I owe you guys some money. I just wanted you to know I'm not dodging you. Oh. Let him go. The hell is that thing? I found it. Somebody's got to be looking for this thing. That thing your brother has in there? You need to call someone. Time to go ahead. Find him. He's here somewhere. Dangerous people are coming after us. I know I'm not a good guy, but it's been pretty incredible to be brothers for the first time. Whatever you've gotten him into. He's going to figure it out eventually. I hope you're ready for that. And do we know if this is... Oh, it's based on a short story. Uh, the Bagman. Bagman, yeah. That neither of us read and don't understand that title because there aren't any, any bag people in this movie. <laughs> so, and for those that don't know what Ken is, I don't even have like an actual I mean, description a, of it. As a kid with a bag... <laughs> I mean, he's got a bag, but I think bag man. I think a bag of somebody's head. So bag kid. Bag kid. Yeah. Um, but it's a story about a young black kid in an adopted family who finds an alien gun, um, trying to collect like debris and stuff to sell because he's trying. What was he trying to buy? I forgot he was trying to buy something. Hold on, I'm about to pull up the synopsis. Bring up the synopsis. Better than me trying to talk off the dome about the plot. Okay. Chased by a vengeful criminal and a gang of otherworldly soldiers, a recently wow, way more descriptive than I was. <laughs> a recently released ex-con and his adopted teenage African American brother, what is this description? Are forced to go on the run with a weapon of mysterious origin, which belongs to the strange soldiers. I as really their don't only like protect. Yeah, I don't like this description at all. It, it, so wait, wait, say it again. It's, it's I, I close it out. This is terrible. My, <laughs> a normal boy and his African American brother. Yeah, I was like, what is, what is this description? Oh, well, basically, man. that's it. A kid finds an alien gun, and his ex-con brother comes out of jail. Blah blah blah. I didn't like. They go on the run. Yeah, they go Things on the happen, run. Things they're happen. On the run. They're on the run. There's aliens chasing them, and there's um, people that and, are looking for money. And, and shit happens. Yeah. <laughs> based on that. Mm-hmm. They don't even say aliens. They just, it's just a. Yeah, yeah, they didn't say aliens in a trailer, but you find a fucking alien gun. So who else would it? Yeah, some kind of futuristic tech gun, and he's yeah. being chased by whoever owns it. Um, I mean, like I said, I we didn't know anything about this movie at all going My into it. We just saw terrible. <laughs> I think the description is kind of accurate to how I think we both might feel about the uh, <laughs> some of the, the direction the the movie went in. 
Like, because going into we didn't have any idea of what it was really about. We just saw no, Black Kid with the all. gun. And the, and the trailer sold it on Black Kid with the gun. Black with the Kid alien finds gun. alien gun, yeah. Yeah. Like, it wasn't very, it wasn't very a plot heavy trailer that we watched. So, no. they're good about keeping it big. And I don't even think, and that, well, I don't think they did a good job marketing this movie. Because it may seem like it's about family. Well, not even that, but the only time I didn't even know this movie came out this week. And I knew I knew the movie was coming out, but I just didn't know when. Because even in the trailer, it just says coming soon. And we talked about this like in May. Yeah. And the movie's out this week, and I didn't even know until you said I got a screening. And I I'm didn't like, know until I was told. About yeah, the you told me. You told me I got a screening for Ken. I'm like, is that is that's that's coming out? <laughs> oh okay I didn't even know so like they did a terrible job marketing this movie there were no billboards or yeah they didn't advertise that much or at all at all yeah so I don't think they knew how to advertise for it I mean even from that description it's like who's the main character from that description the brother is what, the brother is but I which, thought which in is, the trailers that from it like the main which is character my biggest, was the black which is kid. my biggest complaint about the movie with the cool alien gun why would you not want the, the black kid with the cool alien gun to be your main protagonist in this movie yeah that's my biggest complaint about the movie especially when you have like a road trip kind of theme like you know coming of age type of thing shouldn't you have him be the main character but I mean surprise surprise in this movie it's really his older brother who's the yeah, and, and, and funny enough it's hard to describe this movie without giving spoilers yeah so for those that don't know, wow, we're this deep in the podcast. Perfect vision, more than passable. What are you talking about? If you guys don't know the Blurred Vision rating system, I'm going to drop it here. We here at Blurred Vision have a very simple rating system. It goes from poor vision to perfect vision. In the middle, there's passable. And then you have less than passable and more than passable. Yeah, we're trash. Sorry, Catchapon. We forgot to even describe to our listeners what the Blur Vision rating system is. Yep. <laughs> Three ratings in deep. <laughs> but, Jordan sucks. Yeah, I do suck. Terrible host. <laughs> Terrible. Um, but yeah, so... It's never my fault. Never. <laughs> <laughs> never the co-host's fault. Um, but yeah, so just from that, like, let's just talk about our non-spoiler thoughts and get into spoilers. That's what I said. It's, it's, it's going to be hard. Yeah, to just, talk. we'll just keep it vague. It's hard you know, to talk about just, this movie without. Let's, just, let's keep it loose. We don't got. We don't got to say much because, like I said, people probably haven't even seen this movie. Like I, w- I would wager that maybe eighty percent of our audience hasn't yet. I would go higher. You go higher than eighty percent. I would go higher than eighty percent. Whoa! All right. I would say ninety-five percent. Probably. Yeah. You're probably right, actually. <laughs> so for all fifty of you out there that care about this, yeah, all ten of you out there. <laughs> I mean, they'll probably care about it. They'll, but they probably most people. I'm saying most people probably never heard of it because, like I said, there was no market. So bar- sell them on it, Mike. Barely any marketing for this movie. Wait, I don't what? know if I'm gonna sell them on it. <laughs> and that's not even to say the movie was bad. I just talk about it. I just talk about it. But yeah, when when I saw the trailer, I went into this movie thinking, you know, black kid finds an alien gun and some shit happens. But when I watched the movie, that's not what I got at all. Like. The movie sells you on the fact that the 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 kid, uh, what's his name, Miles something. Oh fuck, I don't even remember. I know his first name is Miles, not Morales. <laughs> <laughs> That'd be a better movie. But you know, I want to get their names. I'm right. waiting for one of these small movies like this one day to actually be like a like a un unnamed segue into a comic book franchise. Maybe. maybe. Actually, this one's kind of close, actually. <laughs> um. Miles True Miles Truitt. So that's the that's the kid. So uh yeah, the the trailer sells you on the fact that Miles Truitt is gonna be the main character and 
it's going to be his focus and how he's dealing with the alien gun. And then also the fact that now his, his brother, who just got out of jail, uh, is now in his life and how he's dealing with that. But the movie that I got, when we sit sitting watching the movie, the basically the brother seemed like the main character, Jack Rayner. Like he pretty much got all the storyline. Yep. Everything was focused on him. Yeah. And the brother seemed like more or less the auxiliary to Jack, the Jack. Jack is the uh, the character, the, the actor's name. But what was his name? Jimmy. Yeah, Jimmy. Neutral. So, okay. <laughs> no, it's Jimmy Solinsky. Uh, I'm terrible at remembering names. Me too. But yeah, so that that's I will say is my biggest complaint with the movie. It was like I was sold one thing, but I got another thing, and then also on top of that, like the movie was all about him finding the gun and but or the trailer was about him. yeah i was to say i'm like it was the, tra- <laughs> the trailer was about him finding the gun and then you saw people chasing him but the movie was more so about like I, okay again i don't want to spoil but there was an a plot that you get in the trailer which is basically about him and the gun but then when there was, there was another there was a b plot about the brother dealing with him uh getting out of jail and, and the things that go with that. And I don't want to say what it is, but it seems like the B plot took over, took over the movie when we didn't get that much of the A plot. So the B plot became the mm-hmm. A plot and the A plot became the B plot until the very end, until the very end. And I didn't like that. I also, I'll just echo your thoughts. I feel the same way. Like for the most part, like I was in vet, like, I was invested in the characters. Like I enjoyed the characters. Yeah, and I, would like I enjoyed to, the ride. I would like to see more of the characters, but from what I got from the trailer, it wasn't what I it wasn't what I was expecting from the movie. Like I got a completely like I was sold a bag of, I was sold a bag of Skittles, but I ended up with Reese's. I like <laughs> I like Reese's, but that's not what I wanted. Yeah. So that's ba- that's the I think that's the best what a the, fat ass comparison. <laughs> shut the fuck up. <laughs> I like snacks. <laughs> yeah, I like ice. You know, I was so I saw I want I went to the store to get some cold stone ice cream. Okay, but they gave me a a mango smoothie. I mm. like mango smoothies, but I wanted strawberry ice cream. Uh, okay, still fat. <laughs> and that's that, that's the best way I could describe this movie. Yeah, I without with without getting into what details. Would you, what would you rate it? I would give it a high passable. Cause I mean, look, I enjoyed what I I, I like what I got, but at the same time, I was like, "What the fuck was this?" I'm in the same boat. I, almost exactly what you said verbatim. I'm also like in a high passable area, because like I I feel the same way, and it, but it's like you're right. I didn't expect what I got, but I didn't hate what I got. It was an interesting interesting ride for sure, but I just felt like some of the storytelling was sloppy. That's why I feel like the and this means oh I did one movie, I did one fan film that's about storytelling being sloppy and then the <laughs> ending I was like wait but just why like, wasn't this the movie exactly <laughs> especially with the, the ending was like the big like okay obviously if you had this in mind all the other crap is super yeah then I felt like they tried to sell the movie on a cameo yes or a franchise on a cameo yes try to sell a franchise on a cameo but it's like you should have led with this you should have focused especially. More on it. Like, but there were characters, that especially because it's like I feel like we've done this before. Like all these times, where it's like, don't worry, guys, the good stuff is gonna happen in part two. But then it's like you don't get a fucking part two, and I highly doubt we're gonna get a part two because I'm like, you didn't sell this movie, so I, yeah, I don't this think is anybody. A sequel. I'm like, nobody went to go saw the, see this movie because spoiler alert, I, the box it's not oh, even really? in the top ten. 
You know what's sad though? Death Note got a sequel before this. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah, exactly. Fucked up world we live in. White privilege. <laughs> um, but I mean, not as if this is a black movie. It's not. It's well, I was gonna say white movie. privilege with this movie too because yeah, it's you the sell white guys movie. the white. Yeah, it's the white guys movie instead of the black kids. You know, clearly the black kid is supposed to be the main character. Yeah, he's clearly supposed to be the based main character. The not based on the ending, based on the trailer. Yeah. Um. So I was like, I thought this was based on a franchise, but it's not. It's just one short story. Yeah. But um, and supposedly a comic is coming out in October because I have a friend. Oh, really? I have a Maybe friend. Maybe that's how they're gonna continue it. Yeah, I have a friend. I have a friend that's a movie, an official NBC movie critic, and Ooh. he he has a he has a early like they gave him a copy of the comic. I was like, because he was like, did you read the comic? I was like, as a comic. He was like, yeah, it's supposed to come out in October. I was like, then how the fuck was I supposed to read it? You mm. didn't get a copy? No, bitch. <laughs> I didn't get a copy. Wow. Um, bitch but, in a good way. But go back. I just. I, re- I said the story time telling was sloppy because there were even things like characters that were introduced that had no purpose other than just being a a a trope. Oh yeah, Zoe Kravitz. Yes, I didn't want to jump into exactly who the person was, but yeah, well, they showed her in the trailer. Okay, well, the female character in this movie, who is literally just the female character, has her only yeah, role. You have to have a female. She's lead. only there because you need a female lead at some point, and she comes and goes, and there's no consequence, and. Maybe you could say, oh, but she's been used in the sequels or something. But it's like, in this movie, she served no purpose. Yeah, in this She could have not yeah. been there, and the same things could have happened. I don't understand why I even have her. Yeah. It was just a waste. It was a waste of time. And really. go about what you said. Like, this movie felt like it was all a setup for a, 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 a sequel. Yeah, I don't... It's, and it's, it's like, that's not, how you, that's not how you do a movie. Like, this movie should have meaning. Not you're setting this movie up for further franchises. Because what if you never get that? It's like the movie was just waiting to have a twist. You know what I mean? Like, there was no point to any of the things that happened before the twist. Like, from the point where he finds the gun, everything, almost everything in the middle to the end. It's inconsequential. Yeah, exactly. So it's like, and especially with how the ending unfolds with the brother and, like, what happens to him. It's like, then what was the point of any of it? Like, I don't... Was there a lesson to learn? Like, there wasn't a lesson? No. The brother didn't even learn a lesson. No, he didn't. Be good, kid. That's the lesson. Okay. <laughs> yeah, but you already learned that from your father. Yeah, we well, knew this. We're getting into slight... He, he really knew more. Like, that's another thing. It's like, the kid had all the... Like, the kid knew more. Like, he was more mature than the brother was. So it was like, we had to go through the brother being a bonehead, but the brother's not the main character. So why do I care about well, him being a numbskull? According to the movie, he was and, the main character. <laughs> He shouldn't have been. <laughs> no, he shouldn't have been. I feel like there was a like the the script had the brother, the younger brother being the main character, but then somewhere along the line they're like, let's give the younger, the older brother more to do. Like, let's give him the girl, and like let's have him have this side plot. They, but they gave him so much more to do that he became the main character. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. I feel like it was like a slow creeping like direction switch with this movie. I don't know. That's just my thoughts. But yeah, high pass. Let's, let's focus on the white kid instead of the black kid. I didn't say but that. Let's, but let's but that's definitely but let's, implication. But let's pretend it's diverse by having the you know by selling the trailers with the the black kid as the main character. Sci fi sci fi premise starring a black kid. Yeah, you don't see that really too much in movies. But then it's gonna be all about the white kid with the blue eyes. <laughs> Yeah, I don't know. And like I never got to the point where I like I emotionally really connected with the older brother, so it was like it wasn't even like I felt for him that much. I felt more bad for the brother who's being manip- the younger brother who's being manipulated by him. But then I'm supposed to feel for the older brother at points too. I'm just like, eh, you're kind of a dick, I don't care. <laughs> but yeah, let's just jump in the spoilers real quick before yeah. we move on. Elijah. Elijah. That's the younger that's Miles. Oh, that's his younger Miles that's his character. name? Yeah. Okay. 
All right, so spoilers, spoilers. Skip ahead to this. Check out the timestamps in the iTunes description if you don't want to hear the spoilers for this movie. Um, let's start with the cameos. Jason Franco. I mean, James Franco. Which somebody told me, the my my friend that's the movie creator, he was like, he was in the trailer. I was like, maybe not the trailer I saw. I don't remember seeing him in the yeah, trailer. Yeah, I don't remember seeing him in the trailer. He was like, well, Maybe I, it was quick and you don't remember. Yeah. That's possible too. But when we were in the movie, we were like, yeah, I was what? Like, what? James Franco? James Franco? I didn't what? know he was in this movie. <laughs> and he was actually, in this, he's actually one of the, the better parts of the movie because as a villain, he's fucking intimidating. In the beginning. Okay, yeah, I'll give you that. <laughs> then toward the end, he he's a cartoon character. He's a... F- Full-on fucking cartoon character. And the things he... They, they make do. him seem like a smart, menacing villain. But then towards the... Like, he just... Like, all of that goes out the window. Yeah. and But then it's like... It becomes so unrealistic. And I think it, I think it starts... His menacing nature unravels once he gets to the convenience store. And pees on that and pees, cashier. I'm plate. like, aren't there cameras around here? Like, you don't think he's going to call the cops after you leave? Yeah. It's like there became no consequences... For his actions. Yeah. And then it's like, what level of a gangster are you to the point where you have all these insane resources? Like, he seems like just a, a drug peddling asshole kind of thing. Like a, yeah, small like a, time, a small, small time, time criminal. Member. Yeah, a hometown yeah. criminal. Because he's the guy that gets the older brother out of jail. But then it's like, he's got a phone guy that can like trace back phone calls to find locations for things. Yeah. Then he's got so much resources to the point where he can break into a guarded police station. And the and police, though, they're like fucking, they're like shaking and yeah, shit. Yeah, they can't like, stop him. Like, it's a fucking predator about to break into the, I'm it like. It became an Arrow episode. I'm like, yo, is, where's Arrow? He's got to come save the day right now. Because yeah. uh, he's over here like, uh, like, what's his name? The Dragon or whatever his name is. Diaz. I'm like. He's actually a better villain than Diaz, I'm just saying. <laughs> I'm like, what? These are the most inept fucking cops I've ever seen in my... I'm like, there's no way. There is no fucking way. But it just became cartoonish to that. Like, it was realistic before that. It became so cartoonish out of nowhere. That's why I said it completely unraveled. Yeah. But then you get the, the bombast of the alien gun blowing and vaporizing people away. So that was cool. But, yeah, but they, you know, you could definitely they they only have but so much in terms of their budget. <laughs> we can only use this. They, they, we're selling it on the alien gun, but we can only use it like three times. I'm not gonna lie though, it was cathartic when that kid blew away those people with the with the gun. It was when you had to switch to the second mode or whatever, and like the giant like shotgun blast thing. Yeah, and he's like, yeah, put that back on first mode. Yeah, <laughs> and, like, and funny enough, he never used the third mode. So I'm like, what is that third mode? We're never gonna find out because it's not gonna be a sequel because shit ain't making any money. <laughs> Mayha Mayha blast. <laughs> But James Franco, he he really needs to be the Green Goblin in uh, the MCU right now. Because there's a point where he smiled. I was like, yo, he looks just like William Dafoe right now. That's fucking dope. But he, yeah, he was a good villain. Yeah, he was. And then he ends up... In, ter- in terms of the acting of it. Yeah, the acting. But then he ends up killing um, the the two boys' father. Boys. The two brothers' father. Yeah, the brothers' father. Mm-hmm. Which begins a cross-country road trip to go to some cabin to hide out. But the... But the the brother is there when, it was the, so when stupid. the father dies, and he doesn't tell the brother, and he's able to keep the lie going, of course, up until the end, where you get that, that moment of like, oh, you lied to me, ah! But it's so stupid, because he's on the run, but yet, because basically what happens is his father has a safe of $60,000, Yeah, and... Give me your money, Dad. No. And all right. <laughs> and and the brother's in jail. And so when you're in jail, you know, the whole stereotype is you can't be alone. You gotta have protection. You gotta have a you gotta have an ally or else, uh, else otherwise you're you're bait, you're fresh meat. Yeah. So he basically loans himself out to this like more or less Aryan gang for sixty thousand dollars for protection while in prison mm. and he didn't have the money. 
And so once he gets out of jail, and, and that's that's another thing that's kind of unrealistic. He just got out of jail that day. Yeah, like, where's the money? Yeah, where's I the just money? Got out, bro. I just got out. <laughs> nah, man, you need to give that money right now. <laughs> right like, this second. Can I get some time? Nope. No. <laughs> so that was kind of like, all right, need to move the plot forward. And then also another thing, like, now that I'm talking about it more, I mean, it's not going to change my rating, but I was thinking about this during the mo- while I was in the movie theater. I'm like, what? All right, guys, here's all the exposition. Your brother's getting out of jail. Don't talk to him. It was all like oh, all these what? things. Uh, and then it was like, yeah, dad, I was in jail for a year. You don't have to treat me. like It was all this. I was like, okay, I get oh. it. I get, I, get, I get it, guys. You like, can see the story in the dialogue. Yeah. <laughs> You're telling me everything I need to know. I get it. Yeah. So, so, did you feel that? Did you? A little bit. And But now that you say it, I definitely feel that way, especially since because then the middle section of the movie, you're just on this road trip for the entire time. So it's like, you could have like spaced out that information dump a little bit more. Yeah. I don't know. Like I said, I feel like the storytelling was a little messy. Like it didn't have a clear direction for most of the movie. It was like, let's go have them go on a road trip for a while. How are we going to have that gang from the beginning find them? Um, let's say the gang guy has a telephone trace and then the brother calls the phone. So there you go. Like, you know what I mean? I felt like let's just find a way for these these wires to keep crossing, so by the end everybody meets up in the same place. But yeah, but uh, going back to what I was saying, uh, so his father has a safe of sixty thousand dollars. First, he asks his father. He he asks his father if he could just quote unquote borrow the money. Mm-hmm. He's like no, and his father's like no. I don't even want to hear you out, son. Yeah, but and, dad, please no. <laughs> and, and kicks him out. And so he he goes to steal the money with 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 the criminals, and his father comes in on walks in on him, mm-hmm. and that's how he ends up getting killed because he's like, Dad, he asks his father to walk away, but he's got to be all Uncle Ben about it. But, yeah, <laughs> but his father's like, No, and so James Franco kills him. Yeah, and then uh, uh, because of that, uh, the 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 brother, the 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 white older brother ends up shooting James Franco's brother, and that's why James Franco has a vendetta against him. And then he grabs the bag of money. The brother grabs the bag of money and runs away. So he has $60,000 to his name, and he's on the run, mm-hmm. knowing that James Franco is going to come after him. But instead of like staying on the run and you know hiding out and being smart about it, he's going to Vegas. He's partying. He's stopping off at a strip club. Like, what are you doing? Like, That's know. the thing I'm watching the whole movie. I'm like, what the fuck are Especially you doing? Especially since you know... That the first people that you're gonna be suspected is you, like you know what I mean. Your father is dead, so they're immediately gonna and money's but gone. He, he didn't even think about that. But you should have, like. I, but that's my point. He didn't think about none of that. Yeah, it's fucking dumb. Like you should not be just in public. Yeah, like, you, you you make it seem like you won the lottery. Like you're trying to live high on the hog, but yeah, you do realize you're on the run. He's dumb. He's a dumb person we're following, and yet the, for yeah. The, why are you the lead? The younger brother should have been the lead. He was. I don't know. He wasn't an interesting character, but they didn't really give him enough time to be more interesting. Though, oddly enough, he had way more chemistry with, what's her face, Kravitz, yeah. than the older brother did. So I was like, what is that about? What kind of weird Anakin Padme situation is this? <laughs> Molester. <laughs> yeah, seriously. Um, and then in the other cameo, <laughs> spoilers, Michael B. Jordan? Yes. What? Michael so, B. by the end... The, the two aliens or futuristic soldiers or whatever they are that's been hunting down uh, the alien gun that got taken by the young boy, 
Um, the whole out, movie, literally the entire movie, all you see is them like throwing down technology to map out yeah, where map the gun's where, going. And you're you're thinking that maybe he's trying to go. They're trying to go after them to kill them because they stole the gun. Mm-hmm. You don't know what the deal yeah, is. Yeah, you don't know what their deal is. And I'm not gonna lie though. Now I'm thinking about it. That was a at the very end when they show up and they like there's like that um, police barricade around the the police station that the brothers are in, and they come like riding up on those motorcycles. And the way one of their motorcycles hits the car, and then he flips. He flips. He flips like he like just dive rolls with the momentum of the bike hitting the car over the hood of the police car, and then lands and keeps walking. That shit was boss. Yeah, I was that, like, whoa, yeah, that shit, yeah, that shit was that shit was dope. <laughs> it was like, yo, who are they? <laughs> yeah, then they're shooting at them, and it's not affecting them at all. Yeah, it's like just bouncing off or yeah. whatever. And then they, they have like a grenade that stops time or whatever the fuck. Flash they, time. Yeah. They, they go in the flash time. Flash grenade. Yeah. Ah, <laughs> I see yeah. you there. <laughs> but then they walk in. Time stops for everyone but the boy. And at this point, I did predict. I was like, is he an alien? I thought he had something yeah, to do. Yeah, because I was like. Well, I, Before I, the grenade. Either that or I was like, maybe the gun made him immune. Because there's a point where when he touches the gun, it works for him. But then the brother tries and like it locks off. Like the the trigger locks. Yeah, but I thought it was because the because it was like a fingerprint thing. So I figured whoever touched it first, now their fingerprint is in in in. Uh, uh, oh, the other user died. Yeah, marked on the gun. Mm. So he's the only one that could use it now. No, I assumed he was part of that, but I thought it was gonna be like. That's some, what I thought. I was gonna be some bullshit alien stuff like, oh, you're from our home planet, and we're here. We dropped you here to protect you, kinda. But more so, yeah. I thought. I, I thought. I was like, oh, so maybe. Wait, the are gun, they? I was like, wait, maybe the gun made him immune. Now that I say it, are they aliens or from the future? Were they specific? I don't know. They didn't say. So here's the problem. That shit is when they explain who the fuck they are. Spoilers. The 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 main one is Michael B. Jordan. So he takes off his mask. Michael B. Jordan. What? Yeah. Even <laughs> the audience was like, what? what? <laughs> he explains to this kid that apparently it's his. He's the, he's his brother. Yeah, Michael B. Jordan and, and, and Miles, Elijah, are, are related. Yeah. That's his older brother. Yeah, and he left, him and his family left Elijah yeah, there. Yeah, they're at, they're at war. Yeah, some... And so to protect Elijah, for some reason, maybe he's like royalty or some shit. He's the chosen one, you know how yeah, that story Yeah, to protect goes. him, they they had him live with this white family for until the time that they need him, sequel. Yeah. And I was he, hoping Michael he wasn't Jordan... He wasn't supposed to know about... All this stuff. He wasn't supposed to find the alien gun. Oh yeah, and that that, that fight was people trying to kill him. Yeah, there was a fight of uh, you know dead people in the warehouse that he came across in the building, and so he saw all those bodies, and he wasn't supposed to see that. Yeah. And they were yeah they were coming either back to the past or to this planet, whatever the fuck it who was. Knows? Yeah, who knows? They were too vague to yeah, explain. They were, they were coming back to try to kill him, and Michael B. Jordan and the other girl he was with stopped it from happening, and they were supposed to clean it up. But for whatever reason, they didn't. And they didn't get to it in time. They didn't get to it in time conveniently. Yeah. Why didn't they get to it in time? What happened? That Smoking the- a future blunt. They were chilling. Yeah. <laughs> they were on break. <laughs> I don't know. But I was hoping that Michael P. Jordan was going to be like, I'm you from the future. And like, this is all going to make sense soon. Like, You know what I mean? But to have him just be like, I'm but your then, brother. But then that is selling on this Michael B. Jordan's franchise, which really is not. I want it to be. I would have more interest in that franchise, but even whatever then, it is. But, but, I, but even then, I wouldn't because... Again, you're being sold on. Oh shit! Part two is gonna be awesome. And like, I know, like, it's well, not- I don't like the ending. Let me. I, I. It was interesting, but it's also so vague that it's like, what are you setting up? I don't even know 
what I'm supposed to be like, oh my god, it's a whole future alien war happening that we don't know about. Like, you know what I mean? Like, there's no excitement there. I don't know what the hell, where he came from, what world, what's the backstory? None of that is explained. Not even just that, but like I said in the beginning, like, you're selling this movie on a sequel, but you're not selling this movie. But at least if you're going to sell it on a sequel, sell it on a sequel that I understand. I don't understand what the hell this is about. <laughs> yeah, I don't know what's going on. Are they, like alien stop yeah, time? Is, it, is it an alien gun or is it a future gun? I want to say the future because they're opening up wormholes or whatever the hell. Like they're they're like they're feeling yeah, but a worm- the air and this random portals can open up. Yeah, but she says she's trying to find a portal to our world. Uh, that's true. But they just look like humans. That's so stupid. I mean, so do Kryptonians. That's how stupid though. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. I want it. It was like a thing where it was like. In a better movie, that ending would have been like, a, "Oh yeah, I'm ex- I'm hyped for the sequel." But that's now. also because it came out of nowhere. Like I said, that because the a plot was about the alien or the technology or whatever the mm-hmm. whatever that yeah. shit was, and then the b plot should have been about the brother and and the gang and the gun and all and or, or uh, James Franco shit. But the b plot took over the movie, and so when the the stuff with Michael B. Jordan came, it like came out of nowhere because mm. it wasn't the focus of the movie at all. It was like tonal whiplash. Yeah, it, and it, it was, I said this in the theater too, but it felt like all the alien gun stuff was tacked on to a different movie. Like they had the script for a completely different movie, and it was like let's throw some sci-fi shit in there. Yeah, it was. It you know was I mean, like, it was just it was like, like an about, afterthought. Yeah, it was like about the brother, like the the main, the ex-con brother. And his adopted, you know, black kid brother mm-hmm. on the run from yeah. from gang stuff. Like that was the movie. Yeah. But then they're like, eh, I don't think this is enough. Let's let's throw in an alien gun. Exactly. That's what it felt like. And it could have been that. If they had a few more scenes with him talking to his brother, kind of coming in terms with each other, you know, understanding each other, each other a little bit more, something like that. I could see this being a complete drama, no sci-fi at all. And even then, like I didn't even buy the relationship between. Him and his brother. Like, they try to make it seem like at the end they got closer, but I'm like, I don't feel that. From what? Yeah. Yeah, like, I don't feel was, that at all. You lied to me this entire time. And then on top of that, and then on top of that, the brother, the, uh, uh, Jimmy, he didn't really have a connection with his, with his little black brother. He even kind yeah, of says word. it in the uh, beginning. You got this little black kid to replace me to his father. That's fucked up. Yeah, I'm like, fuck you, a racist ass. <laughs> <laughs> and then at the end, it's like, oh, I love you. I love you, Elijah. It's like, no, nah, fuck. You, I don't believe that shit at all. You only love him because he got an alien gun. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and I didn't he, feel that. That that. that that's switch. the only. That's the only time. Yeah, that's the only reason you connected to because he protected you with his little gun. Because mm-hmm. you could use him. Yeah, because you can use him. Fucked up. Yeah. <laughs> um, but I mean, yeah. That describes the history of white people and black people in this country. <laughs> oh shit! Why slave, you getting deep though? Slave slavery. Why you getting deep though? <laughs> All right, well, that's all for Ken. I only care about this little black kid because he has something I, I can use. Because he tried to use the gun and it didn't work for him. Had the gun work for him. He, he wouldn't give a fuck about yeah, that Yeah, he wouldn't give a fuck about the kid. He only, got, he only give a fuck when he got caught anyway. He even had the moment to confess before he got caught, and he didn't, so. Yeah, he had a moment, and he, yeah. Mm-hmm. It's pretty whack. Give me a whole movie of Michael B. Jordan doing that flip over that car, though, and I'm in. Yeah, <laughs> I'm in for that sequel. <laughs> but yeah, that was Ken. Uh, anything else you want to add? We're done. I want to know what this world is. That's what I'm saying. Like, it just felt like the most basic outline of a YA novel. And they're just like, should we fill in the details? I'm like, nah. nah. <laughs> you know how this goes. She's the chosen one, different plan, different times. It's the same shit. 
He's going to fight some war. It's some alien menace. You know how it be. We don't got to get into this. It's like, yes, you do. If you want me yeah, to care about the like, sequel, I want, yeah, yes, you I do. I want you to get into it. <laughs> Please, explain a little bit more. That's why I saw that went to go see this movie in the first place. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Michael B. Jordan's like, I'll see you in By Panther 2, maybe. Peace out. <laughs> I'll see you in Creed 2. <laughs> he's gone. But I mean, he executive like he executive produced this movie. Like, him I like sign- that he's funding a lot of him sign- stuff. Him signing on to it is what got the movie sold, more or less. Yeah. But I'm just like, but you couldn't like rework the script a little bit like just throw in a few more lines of dialogue like just explain to me what the fuck is going on like change it around and make the a plot the actual a plot how are those bodies that he found the gun on even there those yeah, guns could vaporize if things they vaporize you why were they still i guess unless they're the same species I, it I doesn't know. affect them in that way doesn't affect them as bad that's why their head is gone i don't know that's stupid i have so many questions that would never get answered because like i said there would not be as, as I, I mean there i'm not gonna say this never the short story i'm not gonna say this never gonna because we thought power rangers was getting the sequel until they were bought by hasbro and they're saying go. so maybe there will be a sequel hmm. maybe maybe i'm not gonna hold my breath though <laughs> I, feel like this would be, I feel like this would be a better tv series yeah mm, yeah Hmm, maybe. I, I gotta know what the fuck this thing's about. Because <laughs> if it's about the alien stuff, all right. Because I feel like, about? well, no, because I'm just thinking, because really I'm just thinking structurally, all this stuff could work if it was like the first season of a, of a, of a, of a, of a, of a uh, TV series. So, you know, mm. okay, well, all of this played out through the first season and then they do a flip. Like, now we're really getting started. And the second, like, you know, there's going to be a second season. So yeah. that now the shit is going to happen. Okay, I agree with that. Yeah, yeah. And then you could pan it out further through more many episodes as opposed to because this movie was only like an hour and 40 minutes so like you're condensing all <laughs> only the, but i'm saying you're condensing all this stuff in an hour and 40 minutes i'm like that's too you're packing way too much information yeah they may have believed the relationship between the two brothers a little bit more it would have helped a lot so i think that time would do this story justice so i agree yeah um you want to get the emails first or do you want to get news well all we do news after emails we never did that we did it last week. No, we didn't. Yeah, we did. Did we? I don't remember. Yeah, we did emails last. <laughs> I don't remember. You know nothing, Jon Snow. <laughs> All right, let's get into emails. Here's the mail. It never fails. It makes me want to wag my tail. When it comes, I want to wail. Uh, first email comes from John Rainey. Subject is no subject. Uh, with the significance of Black Panther in the Marvel comics, do you think we should have gotten his solo movie years ago? For Marvel to have the rights to someone who's intellectually on par with Reed Richards, Doctor Doom, etc., and to not give us his solo movie until 2018 is insane, in my opinion. Wakanda forever. Hashtag kill the coloners. Oh, shit. Okay. <laughs> I don't know if I advocate the last part, but... <laughs> well, how do you feel about that? Um... Do you think it's ridiculous that it took us I, so long to get Black I mean, Panther? I mean, I would say yes, but at the same time, I'm glad we got what we got. Because we would have got like a 90s trope, maybe Black Panther. Like, yeah, I'm glad I'm glad we got what we got. Like, I feel the same way about Wonder Woman. Like, it's ridiculous it took so long to get a Wonder Woman, but I'm glad that we got what we got. Hmm. And yeah. for it to be the first, I think, I think this is... You know what's be- sad, though? I think if you, if you took the same... You, you can't do this but if you're able to take Michael Kugler the same story and all the elements back to the past I think it would have been a better movie just because they wouldn't have the 3D technology for the third Wait, who, act Michael Kugler Ryan Kugler what am I saying Michael Kugler no Ryan Kugler 
they had all those same elements. And yeah, but just no technology. I was gonna say, so I don't know do that bullshit with yeah, the, Wakanda, the CG. Yeah, the Wakanda wouldn't look as good. Well, I guess you no. Know, I mean, Wakanda's effects wouldn't. But then but I'm just then, I'm but going then, by But the then fight. at the same time, we're in that era, so we wouldn't know anybody. So it would look good, like like Star Wars. If you look at Star Wars through a, a, a prism of the present, it doesn't look as good. But back then, it was like fucking top notch quality. Yeah, if you made Black Panther in the nineties, it'd be much much worse movie. But I'm just saying, I want the practical effects. Because I'm thinking about like the '90s, the, the '90s Justice League look with the costumes. Like, yeah. ugh, no, 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 no. I'm, god damn it, <laughs> I'm just talking about the practical fights. Because I don't want that CG, that CGI final act. I rewatched it recently. It hurts. <laughs> Black Panther could be such a better movie than it is. I, I, I love Black Panther. Don't get me wrong, but it's just. That CGI battle at the end looks so PS two ish. It's like unforgivable how bad it is. But I mean, it's a tr- like it's a trope like with these like we had the same complaint about. But they Wonder didn't Woman. do that in Civil War. We had the same complaint about Wonder Woman. I know, but like we watched it and then we're like, oh, we love, but then we go back and watch it. It's like oh, that third act. It just hurts it so much. Yeah, but it's just like it. I don't know, especially for me who like is really getting into stunts and you know practical fights. It's just like when you look at Civil War. And how they handle Black Panther and his fight choreography and stuff in that movie. And then you look at the Black Panther movie. It's like, why didn't you get the same guys? <laughs> because it's, it's there's a clear difference. And when you get to that Killmonger, like Golden Jaguar, Black Panther fight in that train station. Whew, shit's rough. <laughs> Wait, where's the QTEs? Like, like God of War. Like, I can see the triangle and the squares pop up. <laughs> yeah. Um, <laughs> but yes it is ridiculous but it is what it is at least we got it when we did and when we did it was a big deal so mm-hmm. now we're gonna get more bring it more our next email comes from mark avidstar hey guys mark bernardin <laughs> no actually it's not even mark it's maz k Maz K Avidstar. How the fuck do you get Maz K from Mark? I saw M A and there's a big K. I, I my brain said Mark, but there's a Z in there. Maz K Avidstar. I'm gonna need you to go hooked on phonics. <laughs> I know words. Okay, I've been watching the podcast for a while now. I mean, listening. Watching. I just, yeah, he's watching the podcast, and I just have to say, it's honestly the best part of my Mondays. Oh, thanks, man. Most of you guys' reviews and ratings of movies are close to what I'd rate them. I watch My Hero because of you guys, and I am really glad I did because I love it. Also, is Tamura Shigaraki available? If not, could I be Tetsu Tetsu from 1B? Anyways, keep up the good work. Shigaraki is not available? Yeah, Flaza dude is Shigaraki. So, who's Tetsu Tetsu? Uh, That's the other hardening guy. Oh, the metal dude? Yeah, the metal dude. Oh, that's awesome. Yeah, you're in. (laughs) Sign him up, Jacob. Our next email comes from Christopher Higgins. Hey guys, Blood Ocean here. The word you're looking for is... I was listening to the podcast and in the anime section when Jordan paused the podcast because he drew a blank, I think I found what word you were thinking of. I believe maybe the word you were looking for is direction. If not, then that's the word I thought of while listening. It is not. <laughs> I think it was autonomy. I think I had... I but guess, you said autonomy. I know. But I think that's what so I like, was that's not for. it. I know. But like listening back to it, I'm like, I think that might be the word. And if it's not, if it's a, it's a synonym for autonomy. Uh, anyways, keep up the great work and stay nerdy, my blurdy. P.S. Does Michael have issues with biracial people as actors? 
specifically with Naomi Scott as Jasmine. Realistically, the entire cast should be Indian or whichever country it's in, aside from Genie. Being biracial myself, half black and half white, growing up was hard for me to find my place to fit in. I can relate. I am half black and half Puerto Rican. So, Michael, why do you hate us biracial people? Shut the fuck up. <laughs> no, I don't have a problem. No, I don't have a problem with biracial actors or biracial people. Don't you? No, I, it's I, too biracial. Shut, shut the fuck up. <laughs> what I have a problem with is because I mean it's a thing going back to the beginning of Hollywood. It's like you always gotta pepper storylines with 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 a little bit of white with a little bit of whiteness in it. Like you always gotta like even if you think about Aladdin, where and I'm not even talking about Naomi, even the Naomi character, but it's like they added in a, they added in a brand new character, and it's a white prince in Aladdin, and so or 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 they uh, have two like they'll have a, a biracial actress, like for example Storm, played by Holly Berry or uh, Alexandra Ship, biracial actresses, but yet Storm is not a biracial Storm is not a biracial woman. Mm-hmm. Storm was. Both her parents are black. Okay. So I understand. So technically, she's black show. Black show. Yeah, because her her father was American. Black show. <laughs> her father was an Ameri- African American, and her mother was an uh, African. So she's 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 uh, multiracial in terms of, or multi ethnic in terms of being black, but she's fully black. She's black show. Okay. <laughs> so that's more or less what I have a problem with. So Not- you just don't like the inaccuracy when it's inaccurate. Yeah. Or when it seems unnecessary. Cause it's like for the most part, it's not. It's not even about the biracial thing, but it's about because more. Because more times than not, biracial people are very light skinned That's what so, I was gonna say. It's so more that's about, what it's more about. Like because yeah. very rarely were they cast. And there are studies that show people prefer the lighter. And society itself prefers you to have light skin. Yeah. But there are studies that show people prefer lighter skinned images. That's why when somebody so, like, like dark skin. That's people. why when somebody like when uh, Lupita and Yongo popped on the scene, there was a big deal about her because it's very rare, especially when she got like Vogue covers and stuff like. That mm-hmm. it's like ne- it's and ne- her hairstyle choice. Yeah, it very Natural. it's very rare for a dark skinned black woman to get you know get a cover of like Vogue magazine or something with like that. Natural hair with natural hair. That's why they made it. That's also why they made a big deal about Black Panther because it was a lot of dark skinned women on screen. So that's really what the issue is. Not that I have a problem with biracial mm-hmm. people. I'm watching you, sir. <laughs> <laughs> it's too biracial. Uh, next email comes from Dellen Eccles but thank you Christopher um, Dellen says just showing love hey guys this won't be long sorry Michael I know you like him long <laughs> I hate you <laughs> yeah, not too long though. oh my god <laughs> it's disturbing uh, I just saw a- 10 inches is too big <laughs> <laughs> I quit. <laughs> I'm moving away. <laughs> I have to go now, everyone. <laughs> um, what was I talking about? Oh, the email. <laughs> nine nine inches is. Oh we're, my we're god, good. we're good with nine. Too inches. personal. <laughs> I don't want to know these things. Don't you though? Mm, I don't. Yeah, you do. Everybody sucks a little dick. Oh. No. <laughs> so if, if it's more than nine inches, you can't. You can't. You can't suck it. Only oh, just the tip. <laughs> I just saw a few clips of Power Rangers Unworthy, and it looks dope as fuck. Clips? Why haven't you watched the entire thing, Dylan? <laughs> you, better go, you better go to YouTube right now and type in Power Rangers Unworthy. Damn it. 
you're the reason why it's got lots of views. I don't know where I was going with that. <laughs> I was going to say, even if he saw half of it, that still counts. Well, he says clips, so I assume he's just watching my stories. Oh, maybe. You see the post I made where I was like, this is not an option, niggas. If you do not watch yeah, this, we have a problem. Yeah, I saw it. <laughs> I'm like, Why only half my fandom? Yeah, half my freaking but fans. That's, but that's accurate to Instagram. Like, It is. People that follow, not, yeah, granted, you got people that follow you, but at the same time, not everybody actually follows you. For being, or even a fan. Some people are just, they follow just because they like specific things, like memes only. Stuff like that. And yeah. I, I made a poll right after asking, like, do I'm you like, guys you even a, like Power Rangers? I was just and saying, half you got a, about voted no. <laughs> you got 155,000 followers. Not 155,000 people listen to this podcast. Or Power Rangers fans. Yeah. Yeah. But still. Or watch anime. <laughs> this kills me because I'm like, I drill my stories daily with, like, Unworthy. Unworthy. You should watch Unworthy. Have you heard about Unworthy? Hey, I wrote Unworthy. <laughs> and then have people be like, Nah, like God damn it, guys! And then you also don't know like who's actually watching your story and who's not. Like they click it and skip, 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 yeah. skip. I call those people um, not good fans, <laughs> not good followers. Um, is everyone just going to look over the fact that Jordan is fucking huge though? Wait, what? <laughs> Are you though? Ill. <laughs> <laughs> I knew you were going with that. <laughs> Does he mean like muscular? If we got all of the Blue Rangers in WWE Battle Royale, my money is Where's where's a ruler? (laughs) He said Jordan the Jacked. (laughs) I got like a barbarian name. I'm like, where's a ruler? Ew! (laughs) (laughs) Stay away! (laughs) Stay away there, Kevin Spacey. (laughs) Let's let's see how huge. (laughs) Oh my God, I'm disturbed. That's funny. I just imagine myself in like an arena with like, um, what's his name? Uh, David Yost or Spacey on... 2017 Blue Rangers name. Damn, wow, that's bad. I, no, I don't know. I do know. I'm blanking on it right now. Burr! I don't remember. <laughs> Billy. It was to say Billy. Uh, not only do you guys inspire your fans to enjoy nerd culture, but you even inspire some of us to Talks hit the... R, doesn't it? RJ? RJ Siler. There you go. Thank you. Thank you, Michael. Um, but you also inspire some of us to hit the gym. Stay nerdy, my blurdy. Oh, thanks, Dylan. Yeah, man. Gotta get them gains, brah. Even though I've been getting them gains, gains in the in the bakery lately. My sister's been baking a lot of pastries, and I've been taste testing them. Let's go with that. <laughs> man, shut the fuck up. You still got abs. Fuck you. But they're not sharp. They're supposed to... I had a goal. I'm not hitting my goal. But I can still write. It might not be a sharp pencil, but I could still take a test with a number two pencil. <laughs> Look, I got a lot of thick boy comments in the Power Rangers Unworthy video. And I'm not, I'm not too comfortable with that. I'm like, I'm not, not thick boy, slim boy, <laughs> slimming, 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 slimming tone boy. Not thick boy. Booty so fresh to come and tic tac. Yeah, <laughs> I don't want to. Uh, let's see. Do we have any more emails? La, 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 la. We've got a predator screening we're going to, Michael. Don't forget that coming up in September. Yeah. Wow. <laughs> Purr's going to be great, all right? You don't know nothing. Okay. Our next email comes from Kevin Liberta. Subject is more gaming. Yeah, what's up, Michael? What about the gaming in color, Michael? <laughs> <laughs> Notice how there's silence. Let's talk about games and news, though, so that counts. Yeah, I was going to say, we're going to talk about games. Today. When there's a game, I will talk about it. There's no- next week. I was gonna say there's nothing. Pl- I'm not playing. It. I'm not playing anything right now because nothing out. Yeah, 
You guys are still doing great. I love the new Michael News bumper. It's funny as hell, and the only thing I really want more than anything is gaming-related news on the podcast. Uh, I know you sometimes talk about Spider-Man PS4, and that's cool. Oh, that's exactly what we're going to talk about today. (laughs) But you could also discuss the new gameplay footage of what I think is going to be a mind-blowing game, Cyberpunk 2077. Have you seen that? Yes, I have. I have not. I'm trash. Even though I don't want to admit this, I believe that it'll be better than Spider-Man. That's just my opinion. How do you feel about that, Michael? I mean, maybe. We'll see. Maybe. Wow. Way to fence it. You gotta be like, yes or no, man. Be like, it ain't gonna be better, or hell yeah, it's gonna be better. I mean, I don't know. I haven't played the game. I haven't haven't played either (laughs) game yet. I mean... Show me a prediction, dick. (laughs) Based based on what I've seen, I would probably say, I would say, yeah, because I mean, the Spider-Man game, it's not like, yeah, the gameplay is fun, but most of of the Spider-Man games, they sell on just the open, the swinging through the city. But in terms of like the game itself, it's like over in like two seconds. Well, I, it's hate, it's I hate short game. Hours. I hate short game. Yeah, it's gonna be twenty hours. I'm like, but that for me, that's not long enough. Really? That's oh, not, twenty hours is pretty good length for a single not, player. That's not long enough. And those set pieces look dope. Those those cutscene stuff. Yeah, I need a hundred hours minimum. So you're playing RPGs like yeah. hardcore Japanese RPGs only. Yeah. Okay. Uh, anyways, keep doing what you're doing. Oh, like God and of I'm, War. That's not a Japanese RPG. That's a hundred hours. The story mode? Well, if you if you do everything, I think okay. It's well, to like, if you put it that way, then I'm sure Spider-Man is longer story mode. If you do everything, yeah, but it's I, w- I would say 25 hours. No, it'd definitely be more than that if you're gonna do 100 percent it. Because mm. those games don't usually be that long. Hey, I'm just going by what I read. But he says, anyways, fuck what you read. <laughs> fuck what you heard. It's what you're hearing, Nick. <laughs> Uh, anyways, keep doing what you're doing, and I'm looking forward to the 100th anniversary of the podcast. I think it's the 100th episode. 100th anniversary of the We've been here for 100 <laughs> years, guys. <laughs> <laughs> what? Oh, third vision. <laughs> guys, we need to take a break. I need to change my depends. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my teeth fell out. <laughs> We're like fucking Randall Savage and shit in the podcast. It's like uh, Beetlejuice with a teeth. Beetle! <laughs> <laughs> um, Next email comes from Poet Cartist Podcast Togata Mirio checking in. Hey guys, enjoyed the previous podcast as usual, but gotta say that y'all were killing me with the missed weeks. And wait, now that I think about it, we had an E3 episode, didn't we? Where we talked about all the game trailers. Did we? I think so. Wait, did we say we're going to do that and we didn't do it? Oh, wait. I think that was it. <laughs> <laughs> so many yeah, broken yeah. promises. <laughs> oh, yeah. Yeah, we, we, yeah, now that I think about it, no, we were supposed to do an E3 episode. Well, we're trash. <laughs> uh, I feel like no, you're... Yeah, Jordan's trash because he didn't want to do it. What? Well, that what happened? Yeah, is that it... is what happened. I feel like I was maybe it was too we, we, Yeah, we wanted. I I remember now. Now that I think about it, I'm glad you brought this up. <laughs> I didn't I'm gonna bring give, up you brought it up. No, I'm talking about the emailer. Oh. I'm gonna give a behind the scenes of how trash Jordan is. Word. I came to him saying that hey, E3 is this week. Let's do a YouTube video to talk about all the trailers. Uh-huh. And he's like, yeah, let's do it. And then <laughs> like the day before, no, the day of. He was like, man, I don't feel like setting up the camera. Let's not do it. And plus, E3 was a week ago. Nobody cares anymore. I was like... That sounds like me. <laughs> I, wanted, I wanted to do it, though. So that's why we didn't get an E3 episode, well, guys. Well, why don't you come set up the camera then, Michael? Jordan's trash. Because <laughs> I got to do all the work. That's, I don't live here. Well, yeah. <laughs> Excuses. I don't know how your camera works. 
<sighs> I'm the worst. <laughs> so yeah, so some BTS guys, Jordan is trash. <laughs> Camera stuff is hard. <laughs> well, anyway, uh, Tagata says, "Kill me with the uh, kill me with the me the missed weeks." I felt like a crackhead going through withdrawals when I couldn't get to the podcast. And Monday morning, I'm constantly refreshing until it showed up. Lol. That just means I really love listening to you guys because I've never felt that way about a podcast. Aw. Anyways, my question for you guys was, I know I y'all- love you. You love me. Give us a Blur Vision episode. I'm going to fuck you up. Oh, my God. <laughs> well, that was terrifying. Uh, my question for you guys was, I know y'all talk about numerous things, but not really video games that much. I know uh, it's mostly, one. yeah, man, what's going on, bro? Gaming in color, you're fucking up. <laughs> I know it's mostly no, movies. You're fucking up. <laughs> Why is it me again? <laughs> it's still me. Because I had a whole episode talking about E3. Oh my god. But most of those games aren't out right now, so what am I going to talk about? I know, <laughs> know it's mostly movies and TV, but I was curious if you guys would check out and talk about any of the great games coming this fall. I guess we have to now. P.S. I try to support you guys when I can by reviewing and commenting, but I probably won't be for a bit because... My first little blur is going to be born sometime this week. Congratulations. Oh, congratulations. I definitely feel like listening to you guys regularly keeps my nerd flame blazing strong, and I appreciate that. I want to raise my little girl to be a blur the right way. But as always, stay nerdy, you heard me, and hopefully I get this parenting thing right. Yes, bro. Raise that ne- next generation of blurred well. Yep. You are an all might to your little girl Deku now. That is adorable. She's gonna be Venus de Milo, the next Ninja Turtle. Oh, not that! Why would you? Why would you want that? <laughs> I liked Venus de Milo. I just what? didn't like the show. Her weapons were stupid. She had balls. She threw balls. I mean, I like balls. <laughs> <laughs> Get out! Get out! It's fine. Uh, it's over. Venus and Butthead over here. Yeah, 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 yeah. All right. Well, that is all of. Wait, is that it? Oh, wait, no, one more. One more email. It is from Bradley Klaus. Subject is, I know what I have to do now. It's my... Oh, it's the same thing. It's my life. Is this the same email? What? Oh, no, but it's similar. It's like, it's almost... It starts off the same way that his, his, his podcast review did. It's my life, one and only. I don't know what that song is. Yeah, I don't know what that this song is. This is two times <laughs> I've been confused by this, and it's cue guitar riff, so it's, it's clearly a song. Yeah, I don't know. Okay, well, cue Michael's racism. Uh, Michael's job may keep this podcast under three hours. A normal podcast length. Go, Michael. Okay, let's get serious. Wow. <laughs> Power Rangers Unworthy is badass. One of my favorite fan films slash series up there with Nighthawk, Ismahawk, and Reverse I Flash I, Hopefully Origins. at some point I won't be working every weekend. So that'll be the episode where it's 12 hours. <laughs> oh, God. Jordan, have you figured out how the Rainbow Ranger will plan into the second episode? The group chat has figured out a backstory for him. All you need to do is figure out his animal. I love this this week's episode of My Hero Academia. Deku's kick. That's all I have to say for this week. Remember, stay nerdy. My blurties go beyond. Um, and to answer your question about the Rainbow peacock. Ranger. Peacock. Fuck no. No, we got the peacock. I mean, yeah, he's the peacock for sure. <laughs> but you're right, you're I right. want to see your peacock. Oh, no. Cock, No. <laughs> this is why you're not episode two, by the way. <laughs> it is. No. I, I will be. The Rainbow Ranger will make a cameo later in the series. Show up. Hey, guys. <laughs> oh, God. He's here. <laughs> get, get out of here. Fuck you. I you're got like, all your powers. You're the naval laser of the team. <laughs> no, bitch. I'm shining or whatever he says. I'm the most powerful one. Okay. <laughs> That's where the rainbow comes from. Peacock power. 
I'm going to save the day. My Zord. <laughs> no. <laughs> it shows up in a giant cock. <laughs> yep. A peacock. A peacock. <laughs> All right, man. So that's it for new. I mean, that's it for emails. Let's get into news of the week with Michael. She's the black Iron Man, but she's not Tony Stark. They just don't want their characters, quote unquote. I can call you a nigga, but you better not. If he says that shit to you, you his ass on Instagram. Yeah, I don't want to hand me down. I don't want any gay things. It's all straight and white. What's going down? Michael News. Okay, guys. So, since everybody's talking about gaming, well, surprise, surprise. We're going to talk about the latest trailer for Spider-Man for PS4, which comes out on Friday. Yeah, and I'm getting it. Welcome to Just the Facts with J. Jonah Jameson, where listeners like you discuss problems, also known as Spider-Man, with me, J. Jonah Jameson. I understand we have a low-information caller who thinks we're better off thanks to Spider-Man. What's your name, caller? Uh, Pete, uh, Ben. Ben Riley. I just want to say that I've never seen Manhattan so safe and peaceful since Spider-Man arrived. Well, Ben, let me set the record straight. Did crime exist before Spider-Man? Of course it did. But we're talking about two-bit thugs. Suddenly, Spider-Man appears, and every copycat in town thinks it's fair game to don a crazy suit and destroy public property. And I'm not just talking about one or two. This whole city is full of these nutcases. First, it's Electro. The next thing you know, we have a guy calling himself the Vulture flying around. Oh, and don't forget what's his name in the rhino suit. The, the rhino? Yeah, that's the guy. You know, Wilson Fisk may have had his detractors, but at least he helped keep some order. Who knows who else is roaming the streets these days? My point is, this city needs fine, upstanding citizens. Not costume freaks like Spider-Man! And that's the last word for me, J. Jonah James. Woo! Woo! Maybe I'll talk about it next week, maybe. You should know. talk about it. Maybe. It depends. I still have a PS4, so I'm probably not going to play this game. <laughs> no, you're not. I have to, though. I want to play it so bad. It looks so fun. I have to, I have to work it out logistically because I'm not... It comes out on the weekend, but I'm not off on the weekend. Uh... So I'm going to be sleeping during the day. Then I wake up. It's time to go to work. So I'm going to be working. Then when I come home, I'm going straight to sleep because I got to work the next night. So then by the time the podcast comes around, I'll be like, I haven't played it yet. <laughs> Don't fail this city, Michael. <laughs> you have one job. Game me in color, bro. <laughs> so, I'm going to get it. You got you to at least review an hour of it. I'm like, I'm the gonna, first hour. I'm like, I'm going to get it, but I'm like, I don't know if I'll play it till I probably won't play it till Monday. Man, you better play an hour. <laughs> Maybe. Let me we'll live see. vicariously through you. <laughs> but anyway, so new, so trailer dropped, and it, it's basically, you know, showing the open worldness. Open worldness. <laughs> of the Spider-Man game with J. Jonah Jameson basically... Saying, hey, hey guys, this is all the things Spider-Man can do. He's a menace. Oh, he's a menace that swings around the city doing backflips. Mm-hmm. And then Peter calls in and is like, oh, I think he's pretty great. <laughs> My name is Peter Porter. <laughs> but yeah, I mean, I like the trailer. The graphics look great. I like all the the the, the uh, landmarks that you see. Mm-hmm. Radio City Music Hall, Statue yep. of Liberty, the Avengers Tower. Oh, yeah. The so, game looks fantastic. The ga- yeah, the game definitely looks fantastic. And the open world... Aspect of a Spider-Man game is always we'll the best. Maybe we'll see the Fantastic Four as a cameo. That'd be cool. I didn't even consider cameos like that. Well, I, I read somewhere, I think Doctor Strange makes a cameo. Of all people, Doctor Strange? Interesting. 
Well, I mean, Spider-Man and Doctor Strange have a relationship. Like he's but he showed up in a lot of I Spider- mean, a lot of Spider-Man comics. I mean, yes, I understand that. But I'm just saying, of all the Avengers characters to pick from, I don't know. You maybe. think they, they capitalize on that Iron Man thing they got going in the movies? Maybe, maybe Iron Man shows up. I that, don't know. Because cool. I mean, the Avengers Tower is there. Mm, we'll see. We'll see. I'm excited though. It looks freaking great. I'm excited. Twenty hours isn't enough. The swinging looks great, man. <laughs> <laughs> Why can't you just enjoy things for what they are? At the I do. Hour? I enjoy it. That's why I want more than twenty hours. Okay. <laughs> but yeah, over. I'm excited. I'm excited. I'm ready for it. Sinister Six, Negative Man, Mister Awesome, Mister Negative, whatever, Mister Negative. <laughs> you're Mister Negative. <laughs> no, you're Mister Negative, bitch. <laughs> awesome QTEs and cutscenes. I'm down. So yeah, I'm down. Wait, wait. How are you down? You're not even gonna play it. <laughs> I I mean, if I had my PS4, I'd be down. <laughs> Trash. You could you could buy a new laptop, which is way more expensive than a PS4. Oh, uh, that's my PS4 right there. Look at it. <laughs> so you need to buy. A Isn't PS, it beautiful? You need to buy a PS4. Oh my god. But yeah, so I'm I'm definitely excited about this this game. Can't wait to play it. Trailer looks awesome. So speaking of another awesome looking trailer, so uh, Black Panther's Quest. Shuri, prepare for extraction. Thank you, King Obvious. <sighs> The journey of a king, a warrior, and an Avenger. You're an Avenger, I'm an Avenger. We're practically family. What is my favorite color? I'm gonna go with black. The season premiere of Marvel's Avengers, Black Panther's Quest. Action Princess Shuri to grumpy brother T'Challa. Sisters, huh? You have no idea. You know, for a panther, you're not the most patient. Sunday, September 23rd at 9. Time to rain. You have disturbed the natural aura of Wakanda for the last time. My jungle, my country. New trailer, a trailer for that has just dropped mm. for the Disney XD show that's coming out for Black Panther. What do you think? I think it looks freaking great. Like, I'm not a big fan of the Disney XD Marvel Universe they've been building. Yeah, me either. With, like, Agents of Smash and Ultimate Spider-Man and all that crap. Or, Avengers, or even that new or Spider-Man. Avengers Assemble. Avengers Assemble. That new Spider-Man show that it came out with, that's also whack. Have you seen that? No. It's fucking terrible. It's it's worse than Ultimate Spider-Man. I'm like, how is that possible? Oh wow. Ultimate Spider-Man was trash. It's even worse. Yeah, at least Ultimate Spider-Man I gave I gave I gave it a shot. I mean, I watched this song. I didn't hate it, but I, I didn't watch some of it. I didn't love it. I didn't love it either. I didn't like the comedy. But at least the comedy made it kind of exciting to watch. This new one is just like bland. Visually and story wise. Spider-Man and his team of Iron Young Iron Fist, Teenage Iron Fist, Power Man and White Tiger. Yeah, Ultimate Spider-Man. Yeah. But um this new show, I mean, comedy looks on point, animation looks on point. I like the tone. And it's about Black Panther. I'm, and you know it's hundred percent because it's like, wait, 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 wait. Black Panther was our most like, our, our uh, did the best basically in the box office besides Infinity War. Uh, make a show about that. Capitalize on that fucking money maker. Yeah, <laughs> that's it. That's the only reason. It, it looks good, but, but I'm, I'm not. A, with it. I'm not a fan of the title. Black Panther's Quest. No, it's Avengers. Black Panther's Quest. <laughs> That is a mouthful. Yeah. So I'm like, why do they even have to put just, why can't it just be either Black Panther's Quest or why can't it just be Black Panther? It's not like people don't know what Black Panther is. Yeah, it's weird. 
just for the brand awareness, but people know Black Panther. Is. Yeah, people know it's the highest domestic. Like even Avengers: Infinity War didn't make as much as Aven- as Black Panther did domestically. I mean, the trailer makes it look like there's going to be a lot of crossovers with the Marvel universe. Though. Yeah, there's going to so be crossovers, but at the same time, maybe that's why there was crossover with Spider Man, and it's still they didn't, call it, call, it a, they didn't call it Avengers Spider Man. <laughs> <laughs> it's cause that's why I'm like it's cause he's black it's too black it's like mm, we're not sure if this is gonna sell so that's the only still thing still not sure so that's the only thing I'm not a fan of the name well, yeah when I when I told you before I was like I have thoughts yeah I was like it's cause it's Avengers Black Panther first of all yeah that first that of all that name is way too, that's way too much that's way too wordy that reminds me of Dark Shadow it's like yeah it's too many words Dark Shadow the Abyss it's like yeah. ah fewer words yeah so that and then the fact that it's avengers black panthers as opposed to just just even just black panthers quest yeah or just black panther yeah just black panther (laughs) but like it's like we don't know if this show will work so let's sell it on avengers guys yeah Yeah. but black panthers quest that's the thing i I didn't like but over but in terms of what i got from the trailer itself i'm in yeah it so. looks like kind of that idea for the comic with Spider-Man and Dora Milaje, but as it should be with just Black Panther and Dora Milaje. Mm-hmm. But it's like in a cartoon form rather than a comic. I'm cool with that. Yeah, I'm cool with that. So Black Panther! Black Panther! Something I'm not so cool with. So the final trailer for The Predator dropped. I had a run-in with a space engine. This fucking guy is crazier than the rest of us. <laughs> what the fuck was that? That's the thing that killed my men. Alien. Guess who's back? It ain't a fucking question. Predators. They exploit weakness. Tracks its prey. Like a game. Seems to enjoy it. That's not a predator, that's a sports hunter. Well, we took a vote. Predator's cooler, right? Fuck yeah. Do you have a plan? Ex sniper with PTSD and a team that's mental? You're insane, right? Gentlemen, they're large, they're fast, and fucking you up's their idea of tourism. Figured something out, I think we're gonna die. Just pointing it out. My big boy's a hunter. He brought his dogs with him. I can't get a race tail. I can't lie. One shot, one kill. It's real. I can't. And you could talk about it. <laughs> <laughs> you, you, I, I think this is the best trailer so far. Yeah, I thought it was the best trailer so far. Yeah. I agree with you. <laughs> uh... But I like the fact that you agree with me, but the the way you're saying it. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> That's not saying much for my excitement for the movie. Oh no. <laughs> I mean, they did. What I wanted to see a little bit more in this, in this uh, trailer where they actually showed the the mercenary team, like the group of misfits that would be taking on the predator in this. Uh, I like that. I mean. That's where I want to. I want to see the Arnold Schwarzenegger group fighting a predator. That's what I'm in for. Um, and then they, the humor I liked a little bit more too, and they had the moment with the. Um, What's his name? The black guy who was in Hotel Artemis. That's the same uh, guy, right? Sterling K. Brown. Sterling K. Brown. Um, I mean, he's like a predator. And he lists off all the traits. And she's like, that's a sports hunter. It's not a predator. And he's like, yeah, but we took a vote and predator sounds cooler. Right, guys? And they were like, yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm like, fuck yeah. <laughs> like, I like moments. Like, it was, it's funny moments like that I liked. Um, I mean, 
I don't give a fuck it's about still this vague. Movie. I, I mean, it's still vague about how these super predators work and why are they hunting the other predators? It's still unclear where they came from. They have predator dogs, apparently, from this trailer we're finding out. Mm-hmm. What the fuck is it? What is, what is that? Predator yeah. dogs? They saw Infinity War and those uh, Outriders. Oh, the Outriders? <laughs> we gotta get some of those. Yeah, we need some of those. <laughs> yeah, and it, I mean, I don't know. I'm, not, I'm still unclear on how this super predator thing ties in with the other predators and who I'm supposed to be afraid. Is it going to be a thing where the predator teams up with the humans against the super predator? Is it a three-way so. kind of fight? And I think no... so at some point. Yeah. I mean, why else have the... It's got to be an enemy of my enemy is my friend type of deal, right? Yeah. That's uh, what I think. Yeah. And I don't think that's the best part of Alien vs. Predator 1 when the black girl and the predator teamed up for like the end of the movie. I like that. And they fought the T-Rex predator. I mean, the yeah, the T-Rex alien. That was dope. So if it's a whole movie of that, I'm in. I'm giving it a chance, okay? I'm going to give it a chance. I'm going to go see okay. it. And I might love it. I might love it. I might come out of it and love it. <laughs> From this trailer, do I think it's going to be the best movie ever? <laughs> but it's not. They're not showing me anything but that makes you, you go yeah, like, like this, and, and this is the thing that people like sometimes misconstrue, and, and I don't even mean me, but I'm just mean in general. Okay. Like if you talk bad about a trailer, automatically people are like, well, you don't know how the movie is gonna go, and yeah. I'm like, no, I'm not judging the movie. Like I said, so I'm might, judging before you see it. Yeah, I might come out of the movie and love it. I'm judging the trailer. Yeah, yeah, yeah. There's a difference. Mm-hmm. So just based on the trailer, I'm just like, mm. not excited. Yeah, I don't really blame you. So. I'm a hardcore Predator fan. That's why, that, and I've I mean, never and I've never seen any of the Predator movies. So well, based on go. that, I'm just like, I'm looking at this rose tinted glasses. Like the Predator one was cool. <laughs> yeah, so, I, have, I have no. Well, I guess technically speaking, I saw one. I saw Alien versus Predator. But I'm like, does count. that really count? Mm. Yeah. So whatever. PG thirteen. A lot of that movie was kind of meh. But yeah, next thing on the news, uh, we already talked about more gaming news but with Spider-Man. You already talked about the uh, game is going to be 20 hours. They were, they announced how long the game is going to be. And they also said the first DLC that's going to be coming out with that is going to revolve around Black Cat. So Ooh. that'll be interesting. So uh, yeah, 20 hours of game. That'd playing. be cool. So we'll count the Catwoman to Spider-Man's Batman. Yeah. Mm. And they had a they had a Catwoman uh, DLC. I know that's exactly what I'm saying. I, and actually, I'm I am hoping that the game is like very much like Arkham. I feels like it is Arkham Knight. Well, and the gameplay is like in terms of like the fighting and with with him yeah. and, and the dodging and the and the 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 the, uh, the indicator that says yeah. oh hit triangle whatever to dodge. But I'm yeah. talking about like in terms of like more or less the world building aspect. It seems like it is from those cutscenes. Like that's what sold me, like the Sinister Six cutscene they showed. That and I, was and awesome. I, I kind of and I don't know what character that would be, but I hope they got something like the Riddler. I really like those Riddler challenges in in Arkham. I hope they have something like that in this. game. Oh, you know they're gonna have one of those like that, collect all the trophies, but not, but not, but in a way that has a story element. Because in most games they have like oh, oh collect the it. trophies and but just do it and yeah. you get another you get like a PlayStation trophy but it has nothing to do with the story. Yeah. Like the Riddler quest, like there were story elements to like catching the Riddler and all other stuff like ha 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 Batman or figure it. Mm-hmm. Like I like I really like that in the Arkham games. I'm I hope to they think do that. About the Spider-Man. Yeah, I'm trying to think like who would it be yeah. for that. I don't know who. I don't know. I can't think of any like purely smart villains 
I mean, there are a lot Other of smart. Than, I was gonna say like a Dr. lot of smart Octopus, Dr. Octopus, Norman Osborn, the Tinkerer, but not like playful like that to leave things around for you to collect. Yeah, no. I can't think of any. I don't know, but maybe we'll see. Hmm. Uh, oh, you know what? I skipped another. I skipped a uh, trailer. You fail. <laughs> Shut the fuck up. So, uh, Young Justice Outsiders released a. Uh, a scene. That's not a trailer, that's a scene. Well, it's a scene, but still, for editing purposes. Oh, okay. Intel was on the money, Oracle. Of course. It's definitely another metahuman trafficking lab. But is it Bedlam? I'm seeing pods full of black goo. Sounds like a match. Bedlam uses a substance called tar as a catalyst for turning abducted metagene kids into full-on metahumans. Assuming the kids survive the process. Then let's shut them down. Nightwing? Nightwing, do you read? Worried about me? Worried you didn't get a sample of the tar before you blew the place. Way ahead of you. Sending data now. Got it. Running analysis. Okay, this is Crash. A solid lead to the source of the tar and hopefully Bedlam Central. Spill. Tar contains a clay only found in one place. Markovia. Then Markovia, here we come. Uh, so yeah, they released a scene of the uh, new season. And I think it like, it, it almost seems exactly like where we left off. Like it didn't really, it seems like it didn't skip a beat. Yeah, voice so, actors exactly the same. Yeah, voice actors exactly Animation's the same. Animation quality is still on point. They're talking about Markovia again. I mean, I think it was inter- interesting that it's Nightwing in like ninja mode where he's not really wearing a Nightwing costume. No, he's covering his mouth. Yeah. But then he's talking to Oracle. And, you know, last season, Batgirl was a yeah, thing. Yeah, Batgirl was a thing. So, but in between seasons. She got killing joke. Yeah, killing joke happened. That's crazy. That's not okay. Like, I want to talk about that. <laughs> I want to know what happened there. Well, I mean, technically, we already know. That's, that's dark. That's some dark shit. Just be like, yeah, she's Oracle now. Yeah, but I mean, Young Justice is pretty. pretty I mean, Wally, quote unquote, died. I understand. The killing joke is fucked. <laughs> and is. now I can only think of the, unfortunately, that animated movie killing joke. No. So, I mean, we, we're we're not going to freaking... think about that. We're not going to think about Bruce that. Bruce away. <laughs> uh, that's terrible. <laughs> no, that's an alternate universe. That shit was fucking terrible. Why, Wait. Bruce Tim? Why? <laughs> But yeah, that, that trailer got me excited. I'm way more excited about that than I am about anything regarding Titans. Oh, fuck yes. Are you kidding me? But uh, Which you got a date. Wasn't it like October or something? Yeah, I was going to say that's the, that's, the, uh, that's the next thing. So Jordan News. <laughs> yeah, I'm like, you're, you're killing my shit, bitch. <laughs> so anyway, so speaking of... Speaking of that Titans Young Justice streaming service, so the DC streaming service has officially uh, came out with a date, and it's going to be September 15th, which I find to be weird because the Titans show, which is going to be the first show coming out on the streaming service, is launching on October 3rd. Hmm. So I'm like, that's kind of a big gap. Between, well, do they have other things on the service? Well, they're gonna have the, not not like original stuff, but like you could watch like Batman and all yeah. that. So it gets you time to get acclimated to the app for people to adopt it early, and then they give some breathing room for Titans to come out. 
But in some ways, I kind of feel like they should launch it with it. Launch it with Titans to make it seem like, yeah, guys, this is what we're selling our streaming service on. So, mm-hmm. do you want to keep it? Well, maybe they'll offer like a free trial. Because I'm like, as of right now, I can get all that stuff now. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, maybe they'll offer a free trial that expires right before Titans comes out. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. So it's like, yeah, 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 just play with it. It's fine. And then it's like, oh, Titans are dropping. Guess what? Now you gotta pay. <laughs> maybe. I don't know. But I, I don't see anything about a free trial, but who knows? Maybe. Mm-hmm. But yeah, so Titans is coming I'm out. I'm surprised if they don't. Most things are free trials. Titans is coming out in October. Speaking of another streaming service, Disney has officially come out with the name for their streaming service dropping in 2019, and it's going to be called Disney Play. Disney Play. Yeah. Disney Play. Yeah. Disney Plays. I don't know. Disney's, I mean, that's all right. It's nothing to write home about. Disney Play. It's like toy, Toy Story Play. I don't know. It's a thing? No, I don't know. Uh, what? That's not a thing. But yeah, it's, it's dropping in 2019. Why not Disney TV? Is that a thing already? Disney TV? I mean, I guess XD, TV, XD channel. Oh. You can stream that. Yeah. All right, never mind. I'm trying to think of a better name. Disney Play just sounds kind of meh. Disney Play. I don't know. But uh, yeah. Wait. Disney Play launches Disney. Yeah, Disney will stop providing new content, including Star Wars, Marvel, to Netflix. The last Marvel film going to Netflix will be Ant Man and the Wasp. Captain Marvel will be the first movie going to Disney Play, as well as all their live action movies like Aladdin, Dumbo, Lion King, blah blah blah, and all their original content. But yeah, Disney Play. So anyway. Next line in streaming services. All these fucking streaming services are coming out. Well, Jordan, guess what guess what else is getting a streaming service besides Disney, BBC, CBS All Access, HBO Go. Duh. I don't uh, know what. Nickelodeon. Nickelodeon. Yes. Nickelodeon. And guess what's going on those streaming services? All the classic 90s cartoons. Cat Dog. Oh, I heard about this. Doug, Rugrats. Our Real Monsters, <gasps> Rocco's Modern Life, The Wild Thornberries. Wow. Clarissa Explains It All, All wow. That, Are You Afraid of the Dark, what? Keenan and Cal, Legends of the Hidden Temple. What? <laughs> Omek is in this? <laughs> yeah. Guts. Do you have it? Yeah. All of that is going to Disney. And I mean, that gets me excited. It gives me 90s nostalgia. But at the same time, I'm like, I'm not paying for it. Oh, but it's not free? No. It's oh, called, fuck that. Thing. It's called Nick Splat. Nope. And it can be purchased for $5.99 per month. Mm, wow. Or you, pay. or you can get it in the v, VRV premium bundle for $9.99 per month. Mm. That's, that's where I've heard about it from, Verve. Yeah, not doing it. Um, <laughs> I mean, I would love to go back and watch... I don't know, our, it's just crazy that you put... I a, would love to go back and watch Our Real Monsters, Are You Afraid of the Dark, and all that stuff, but I'm like... I can, can already yeah I was gonna say I can, <laughs> wink, I, can, I can already do that wink, for wink. the free. low 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 price of free ninety nine <laughs> free ninety nine I mean I don't know cool on them to make that stuff available I guess but also it's like you can literally put a price tag on nostalgia now it's like oh you want this nostalgia stuff pay us money it's like yeah, it's oh like, the magic yeah, <laughs> it's no. gone. I'm like, it's getting to a point like this stuff is going to become unsustainable. Like, 
eventually one of these streaming services are going to fold because nobody's going to buy it because we can't afford to buy oh, it. Oh, yeah, for sure. Because we're paying for all this extra shit. Which, do, which one do you think is, gives out first? Which streaming service is the weakest? Right now, I would say CBS All Access. Because right now, it's only one show, and that's Star Trek. Wow. Okay. That wins. I didn't even realize that. But cause that's I'm thinking, really trash. Because you got Netflix, HBO, uh, Disney, DC. Uh, what else is what else has a streaming service? Um, or is coming out with a streaming service? I can't I can't think right now, but it's way more. Oh, uh, Hulu, you got Hulu. Um, I think BBC is coming out with a streaming service. All that Doctor Who and all Merlin and Sherlock, all that stuff. Um, so that's six already. Okay. Um, Crunchyroll <laughs> and there are more that I can't think of but that's already seven like and if you think about like Hulu is eleven ninety nine, mm-hmm. Netflix is eleven ninety nine, Disney is going to be nine ninety nine, uh, DC is going to be nine ninety nine. I think like already like you're getting to the like most people pay about Seventy dollars a month for cable. It's too much. It's not too yeah, much. It's too much. You're already, so you're already getting into that territory. Yeah. And then there's more streaming services coming out, so you're gonna end up spending more for these streaming services than like. But the point of the streaming services was to get away from cable. Yeah. Because it's cheaper. You only gotta pay seven ninety nine or eleven ninety nine for Netflix, and you get everything. Wow. What? In the span of this podcast. Power Rangers and Worthy has gotten to 412,000 views. All right. We're half a million or almost a half a million strong and growing. Like my my dream goal was to get 500,000 views and it's definitely going to reach that. That's crazy. I'm like fanboying so hard right now. <laughs> you know how many times I've rewatched Power Rangers and Worthy to try and glean or and watch reaction videos to it to try and glean and understand exactly what people liked about it so I can make sure that those things are in the sequel? Like, I'm over here, like, doing, like, research for myself. Like, I'm like, I like that line. Gotta do more stuff like that. Okay. All right. Well, you don't want to do too much of that. I know it's hard. Yeah. But now I see, like, I now I appreciate, like, shows that are reflexive. It's people, like, things people watch. You know what I mean? Like, if they like certain things, you want to lean into those things rather than, like, keep going with an idea you might have had. Yeah, like or things how... that aren't understood, you want to clarify in the next Yeah, episode. like how the fans like Steric for Teen Wolf. And they didn't fucking give it to us, so fuck you guys. Yeah. You, you don't know what I'm talking about. Shut the fuck no, up. No, exactly the thing you said about wolves. <laughs> anyway, so moving on. So box office for this weekend. So Ken Ken's not on that list. <laughs> but Crazy Rich Asians is still is holding strong. It's still number one. Okay. And it's already made it? 110, 110 million dollars domestically, which is great. For Crazy Rich Asians, Crazy Rich Asians is a good movie, so you should see it. You're trash. I should. The Meg is number two, uh, and it's made so far 120 million domestically. Uh, Mission Impossible. <laughs> I like that movie less as time goes by. <laughs> Mission Impossible is holding strong. Is number three. Number four is Operation Finale. I don't know. Number five, which I do want to see, is Searching, the John Cho movie with him and looking for his daughter on the computer. Yeah, I do want to see that movie. Uh, number six is Christopher Robbins. Uh, 
Uh, number seven is Alpha, which I kind of want to see. The movie about the dog. Uh, did you see that trailer? Mm-mm. Uh, basically, the f- the first dog, like how we domesticated wolves from dogs. Oh. I do kind of want to see that. Number eight, The Happy Time Murders, which I did want to see when I saw the trailer, but the reviews haven't been that good for Happy Time Murders. Number nine is Black Klansman, which I loved. I loved Black Klansman. You didn't see that because it's too black. You're trash. <laughs> And number uh, 10 is Mile 21, the Mark Wahlberg movie, which I heard got terrible reviews. I haven't even heard of that. So, again, what's not on that top 10 is Kin. So I'm like, I wonder where it is on the list. That kind of makes it kind of makes me sad, though, because I'm like, I even though we kind of said we wanted more from it, overall, what I got, I didn't hate. But it was still, so I feel like it should at least made number 10 on the list. I mean... Mile 21. I don't know what the fuck that is. Mile 22. Mile 22. But again, they didn't really advertise that movie, mm. Ken. So I'm I'm not surprised. I mean, by the same time, I feel like it's even hard to, to know how to advertise that movie. You suddenly try to make it about the black alien, like the kid with the black alien gun. That's false advertising. So it's like, it's like how do we promote this? It is. Uh, an ex-con takes his younger brother on a road trip after accidentally having his father killed. Like you know, what I mean, it's like uh-huh. it's it's hard to advertise for. I think it is, but uh, something that Dave Batista thinks is hard to advertise for because he's a, he keeps spoiling shit without knowing what the fuck he's doing. Okay. So yeah, he's uh, basically coming out and spoiling Avengers Four. And basically saying that we definitely see more Guardians in the upcoming Avengers, which we already shot. Oddly enough, I guess I wasn't supposed to say anything, but I was already saying before Avengers 3 was released that I'd already filmed for and I was signed up for Guardians 3. I shot scenes for it, so I must come back somehow. Mm-hmm. He's like, it's comforting, but at the same time, I felt a sense of guilt because I don't know if I was supposed to say anything. And nobody told me not to say anything. So, him dropping. He's pulling a Tom Holland with Avengers. He's trying to burn this whole house down, isn't he's he? He's definitely trying to burn his house down. Because <laughs> he goes on to say, next. Uh, well, let me First, let me get to that. He, cause he and met, fuck Disney in his face. <laughs> so, he goes on to uh, he, uh with that, uh, since he mentioned Guardians 3. He goes on to say, it's kind of, it's kind of a strange situation to be... In now where we've lost our director for Guardians, but he says Guardians 3 is really up in the air and I don't know what they're going to do with it. It's on permanent hold for now and that may make a difference in what they do with our characters in Avengers 4. To be honest with you right now, I really don't know. And uh, he says, but I know I'm in Avengers 4. I've shot most of it already. I do have two, I do have two days of reshoots, but other than that, I have I have some really great scenes that I hope they use, but I guess that it remains to be seen what they'll do with the characters. And before we talk about all this, he goes on to say, because this all go this all go runs together. Okay. He goes on to say that talking about uh, the James Gunn situation, it's a bitter bitter conversation because I'm not really happy with what they've done with James Gunn. They're putting the movie off. It's on hold indefinitely. And to be honest with you, I don't know if I want to work with Disney. So, Oh, Batista. What yeah. are you doing? So with that, and, 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 and let me get to this real quick because I have a point in doing this. So with that, 
because he mentions the reshoots. So uh, based on that, the Russo brothers have come back and said, yeah, in the next couple of months, we're going to come together to do reshoots for Avengers 4. And with the reshoots... Uh, Drax dies. <laughs> I'll get to that. So they're saying with the reshoots that they're going to add some more scenes in Wakanda. And uh, so maybe with... This, so with that, I'm thinking... So yeah, they're going to add more scenes with Wakanda and take away some scenes with Drax. So they're going to take him away and he's not coming back because all this talk about, oh, yeah, man. I'm spoiling Avengers and I don't know if I want to work with Disney anymore. They're like, oh, for real? Okay. Well, we're about to... Reshoots, guys. Yeah, he's let's, trying to burn that bridge, man. Let's do some reshoots. It's over for Drax. He's it's, gonna get stabbed through by somebody. It's definitely over for Drax. At least in my mind. Thanos is about to kill his ass. That's what's gonna happen. Yeah. <laughs> that 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 comic book where Drax put his put his his hand through Thanos' chest. They're gonna redo that. And Thanos is gonna put his hand through Drax's chest. I can see that happening. <laughs> and you know what? And there's actually a way. Did they ever say how old? No, oh, his whole family's dead, right? Yeah, his whole family's dead. Never mind. I thought he had a, wasn't one of his daughters alive in the comics? That, I don't know. No. It would have been cool if like he died and you know somehow his daughter or something took his place in the team. But if he dies, there's no one left. Never mind. Yeah, but uh, the Russo brothers have said of the reshoots, it says, we've worked on the edit all summer and we're excited to finally get these missing pieces in the film, which is Drax not coming back. <laughs> <laughs> and then we expect to be in post- through the fall and winter. We hope to be done by March. It was so gratifying that in a movie with this scope and scale and that wide of an audience that we were able to end with a gut punch and yet the audience stayed with us and found value and kept coming back. Mm. It's a rare thing to find in commercial filming and we know it had a lot to do with the capital that's been built up around built up around these characters for the last 10 years of Marvel filmmaking. Yep. The audience is so invested in these characters that they're willing to stick with them even through their even through the hard stuff. It has been it has been our great pleasure as storytellers to take them through that hard stuff and have it be a cathartic and even entertaining experience at times. So, yeah, reshoots. Drax is coming back. And we're going to have more Wakanda. Too long didn't read. Drax is dead. <laughs> He's going to fucking die. Yeah, but... Uh, My nipples! <laughs> but also with some more Marvel news, uh, Chadwick Boseman is, is coming out and saying that uh, him being Black Panther almost didn't happen because it was a deal-breaker moment between Marvel and... Uh, him in terms of the the character how they wanted to characterize Black Panther and basically they were saying that they didn't want him to have an accent at huh? first yeah how are you going to be from Africa and not have an accent well how's Black Widow from Russia and doesn't have, and doesn't have it well Russia? you can use the excuse of like she's a spy so she got rid of her accent but like he's a proud African king why'd he be like I trained away my accent so now I sound American yeah so yeah this is what he says he says they felt it was maybe too much of an. It was maybe too much for an audience to take. Wow! I felt the exact opposite. Like, if I could speak with a British accent, exactly. What's gonna happen when I go home? I felt to me like it was a deal breaker. Wait, wait, wait! They said they wanted to talk in a British accent. No, he's saying he was saying if I have a British accent and I go home. Oh, oh, oh okay. It's gonna come back like the accent's gonna come back. Yeah. So if I'm going home back to Wakanda. It doesn't make sense for me to be speaking in my nose. It's kind of like, and I get it. It's kind of like my mother, like kind of for the most, I mean, you still hear my mother's accent when she's around, when she's talking around Americans, you could tell she's from Trinidad, but when she gets around her family, it gets thicker. 
Mm. And it's not like a conscious thing, but it it's just, that it just happens. Yeah. So so that's what that's what he was saying. Okay. But he said, I felt like it was it was a deal breaker, and I was like, no, this is such an important factor that if we lose this right now, what else are we gonna throw away for the sake of making people feel comfortable? Mm-hmm. And also, is it that's like that's a trickle down effect? Like that's what he, yeah, that's what he was saying. What else? Are we no, gonna I mean throw like away? just with the accents. Because if he doesn't have an accent, does that mean no one has an accent? It would have to be right. All, be, of, all of Wakanda speaking perfect. Yeah, know. it'd be too weird for him not to have an accent, but then everyone else does. Like, how does that make no, sense? No, nobody in Wakanda had ex- has accents. That's stupid. <laughs> and same thing for even like Wonder Woman. Like, they made everyone talk like Gal Gadot. Gal Gadot. But that's also kind of like because she probably couldn't get rid of her accent. Oh yeah, for sure. But, but it makes sense. But it the makes same sense. thing. It makes yeah. sense. It makes sense. But uh, something that also makes sense. Stephen Amell went back to wrestling. Did he ever fight Goldust? No, he didn't fight Goldust. So wait, it was all a hype about him getting in the ring, and then he never did it. I guess I don't know. What the fuck? All right. But he did. He did. He did. He, did, he uh, just debuted yesterday on a professional uh, pay per view. Okay. Called uh, All In, which is an independent professional wrestling, and he was actually promoted by Cody Rhodes. Cool. And did, so, I did mean, he wear the the hood? No, he didn't wear the. He had the hood pants though. I didn't see it because it was paper. He's got to wear the hood. <laughs> it was it was pay-per-view. I'm not paying for it. I'm pretty sure I could find it online somewhere. But I kind of saw Chris's stories on Candy Comic if Quest. If he didn't walk out with the hood and the theme song, then what the fuck is the point? I don't know if he did. But he had this, Vigilante something. Oh, that's whack. What are you doing? Wear the hood. Vigilante like It's like a gay black vest. Like... But he, Another I mean, biker vest. But yeah, he did. He did a thing where he jumped off, jumped off the. Uh, I'll, I'll show you the. I'll show you. Show it to you real quick. He jumped off the top rope onto a chair. Dun, 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 dun. Dun, dun, oh no, you can't see it in this ink, but yeah, he jumped. He jumped off the chop, the top rope to crash into uh, somebody that was lying on the table. Yes, yeah, so. and he ended up crashing into the table. Oh, so it was like a mistake. Well, no, it wasn't a mistake. You know how in wrestling. Oh, okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. I know about. Yeah, I mean, it looked cool. But yeah, he I ended mean, up. He ended up not winning. So he, you have what? failed. You have failed the wrestling. How did he not win? He didn't win. This shit is fucking rigged. How do you not well, win? Well, yeah. So part. So So for the script, he didn't win. That's stupid. They should have made him win. I was. That's the only reason I would watch that shit. Why would you make the arrow lose in wrestling? Come on. Because he's not a wrestler. Bullshit. I mean, that's true. So I guess maybe there's some like. Behind the scenes, like, I'm gonna lose to the arrow just because he's the arrow. Fuck that. I mean, even though I didn't see it, I mean, they uh, people were saying it was a good match, so kudos to him because, like, even though it's he's very rigged athletic. in terms, even though it's rigged in terms of the storyline, is just you still got to be an athlete to do that shit. Oh, yeah, that's it doing takes, stunts. It take, yeah, it takes stamina and, and endurance, and you gotta, that's doing stunts in stu- real time. Yeah, you're doing stunts, like, it's a, it's like fighting for the camera, except the camera is everywhere, so you have to, like, be. Extra, you have to be on point. Yeah, yeah, extra accurate to make it sell. Especially if you're like jumping through tables and shit and like flying through the air and like jumping off the top rope. And yeah, there's a lot of athleticism and in, in even professional wrestling. Yeah. So, you know what else requires athleticism? Being the Huntress or Black Canary. Okay. And guess who they have as a rumor to play either the Huntress or Black Canary? In what? Sirens, see Gotham City yeah, Sirens, yeah, and birds and the Birds of Prey oh, birds movie. Of Prey? Fuck, 
Ra ra ah ah ah. Wait, la la. Gaga, oh la la. Watch out, my romance. <laughs> Canary. <laughs> wait, wait, wait. I'm going to be the huntress. <laughs> what the hell? Is she even an actress? Well, yeah, she's uh, she's going to be in that Bradley Cooper, the Star is Born movie, which is getting a lot of Oscar buzz. And she's going to be the huntress. So they're saying she's very good in that movie. So I'm not saying she's not a good actress, but I'm like the huntress. Lady Gaga is Lady Gaga is the hero. Like, granted, it's a rumor, but then there were rumors that Benedict Cumberbatch was going to be Doctor Strange, and it turned out to be true. Uh, I don't know how I feel about this. <laughs> Lady Gaga is the huntress in a movie with Margot Robbie as Harley Quinn. I mean, okay. she may end up killing it. When I heard about she Greg might. Gustin being the Flash, I was like, fucking from Glee? What it comes down to is I don't remember what this movie, so the, <laughs> this casting choice does not make me... But at the same time, DC, it's not like DC in terms of the movies. I mean, Henry Cavill aside, and even Ben Affleck aside, well, the from the Trinity aside, it's not like they've been that good, like... Jesse Eisenberg is Lex Luthor. Their casting isn't that great. I mean, look, I love Ben Affleck in moments as Batman, but just in terms of like their chemistry, any of them, they don't really have it. Like it's when you get Tony Stark and Peter Parker, or or Tony Stark and Captain America in a room together. Anybody, you can take Falcon and Bucky. You can take War Machine and the Hulk. Everybody in the Avengers has chemistry together it's crazy it makes you want to see just them interact because it's interesting to watch them talk to each other but like nobody in the dceu has that i nobody ezra miller probably is the most charismatic and then when he bounces off of people i'm not like oh my god batman's talking to the flash i'm like ezra miller's talking to ben affleck like it's like <laughs> i don't get lost in those character choices because i feel like they don't really embody the characters that well I mean, even Gal Gadot was Wonder Woman. Like, I don't think it's her as an actress that makes me like Wonder Woman as a character in the movie. You know what I mean? No. It could have been anybody else. It's the things that are done in Wonder Woman. Around, she's good. Yeah, around her. Yeah, she's good. Don't get me wrong. But it's like, if you were to be like, is she your Wonder Woman? It's kind of like the Christian Bale's Batman thing for me. I mean, in some ways, I don't... I feel like Gal Gadot is pretty one note. Like even when she talks, she's not that. She doesn't emotive. really. She does. Yeah, I was gonna say she doesn't emote that much. Yeah. Like even when you go back and watch uh, the Justice League, because she's like, Kal-El, son of Krypton, <laughs> remember who you are. Yeah. It's the set pieces that she's in that work well and make me like her as a character. But yeah. her as an actress, I'm not super in love with. Or even like, in but the, if you ask me about even Tom like Holland, the end of Wonder Woman, she's Spider-Man like, ever. goodbye, brother. Yeah, fuck. Yeah, she's like very one one, and that's not to say she's. It's not to say she's a bad actress because I've seen bad, but it's like she's not. I want to say she's a great actress. Mm-hmm. Same thing, Henry Cavill though. Hmm. I think he's better, but same thing. I think Henry Cavill's good. I think he's good too, but like, is he the best that Superman there could be? I don't know because I like Tyler Hoechlin more in moments. Then Henry Cavill, give him a bigger budget. Maybe I like. But I, th- I think that's more about the writing, not the acting. Well, there's a warmth that I get from Tyler Hoechlin in his warm moments. That even in the warm moments, and granted, this is a Zack Snyder warm moment. But even the warm moments in like Man of Steel, I don't feel that same level of like warmth from Henry Cavill. He's got the face. He's got the look down. Except he has that curly cue. I, I, that's my one thing. <laughs> but like in terms of like his warm Superman moments. Because I'm like, I love him. I loved him in Mission Impossible. He was good. 
Yeah, but was he charismatic to you? I don't necessarily think that was the point of the... Well, no, you could be a villain and still be charismatic. So I'm saying. But I'm saying him as an actor. I, there's never a point... I don't know. I haven't seen him in everything, but things I've seen him in, I've never had a moment where I'm like, oh, yeah, this is a warm guy. You know what I mean? Todd Hawkins has like a little, cute little smile that I believe. Henry Cavill feels kind of forced. Hmm. Just I saying. Know, I know how to make him. I want to. I want to. I want to feel if he's a warm guy or not. Okay. <laughs> Body heat. <laughs> but anyway, you talk about you talk about Ben Affleck. Well, speaking of Ben Affleck, we already already mentioned last week that he's in rehab, Aww. and there was always rumors of is he going to be Batman? Is he not going to be Batman? Is he going to be in Matt Reeves' movie? Is he not going to be? Well, are there answers finally? This might no, there there aren't answers finally, but this uh. this might be the nail in the coffin that seals his fate of not being Batman. What is because it? he's in rehab. That's caused. That's going to cause the insurance for Warner Brothers to shoot through the roof. Oh, they cast him, and so insurance costs might end up being what causes the studio to replace him. Among you know, the myriad of other reasons. Yeah, because you know, paying paying for the fact that he has to go to rehab and all that other, and again, insurance costs. Yeah, just the risk of hiring somebody that might not be hundred percent stable. Yeah. So yeah. that might be the reason what what ends up causing him not to be, and this is according to the rap. <sighs> it's a damn shame that I don't even care anymore. Yeah, I, like yeah, I don't even care. I don't even care anymore either. But I'm just like. Because it wasn't even like he was ever truly my Batman. See, same thing, even Ben Affleck. Because it says more than, the best. more than likely the studio will replace him because the insurance costs are going to go through the roof. A representative from an undisclosed completion bond company told the rap. We'll always have that warehouse scene. <laughs> that's literally the only thing I can say I liked yeah, about Ben Affleck's that's all, Batman. That's all we got. Like, I didn't like him in BVS. He was too, too much of an asshole. Not really Batman in a lot of ways. That fight was awesome, but that was it. Justice League is the complete betrayal of his character in BVS. So it's like, I don't even know who the fucking guy is. So it's like, I don't even have much of an attachment to Batman. Mm-hmm. I don't have an attachment to any of them. That's yeah. not good. Those are your main three. And I'm like, eh. <laughs> They're right. We'll see. I don't know. Anyway, so rapid fire, because we're over time, and I'm looking at the time like, shit, I should have left like 14 minutes ago. I got to get dressed. I got to take a shower. Go, and go, go, go. Maybe the next time I need to just come dressed so I could just leave. Well, no, because then I still got to go home because I can't drive my car to work. You need to drop me off to the train station. All right, next time. <laughs> so anyway, so next time. Alec Baldwin was cast as Thomas Wayne in the Solo Joker movie. But what a twist! Alec Baldwin dropped out within the same week that he got cast as like, Thomas. Whoa. I was really drunk that night. Why? Yeah, okay. I was like, he got he dropped out in the same week that he got cast as Thomas Wayne in the Joker movie. And his quote was, "I'm no longer doing that movie," and it was because of scheduling conflicts. And it's like, mm. no, you probably just saw read the tea leaves. Mm. And I was like, yeah, I'm dropping out. Don't blame you. <laughs> yeah, don't blame you either. But uh, so Avatar: The Last Airbender is continuing on. Uh, with their expanding their franchise in comic book form, and bum bum bum, Avatar Kyoshi is getting her own comic series. Oh, the Avatar before Aang. Yeah, the Avatar. No, oh, no, before, no Roku. before Roku. Yeah. So that'd be cool to see. I would like to see more. Of, uh, I would too. And it's going to be called the Rise of Kyoshi. Ho ho ho! How did she make that island? Even though we saw that in the show. <laughs> yeah, we saw that on the show. But I mean, yeah. there could there could be more. Yeah. More, more to her story, and it's uh, it says bringing Kiyoshi's previously untold story to life, and the original novels will be a major. Well, listen, that's not important. Okay? 
Anyway, uh, so they they had a release date for for a Quiet Place sequel, Man. and it's gonna be May fifteenth, twenty twenty. So look forward to the to the Quiet Place sequel. Hope it's good. Uh, the villain for Doom Patrol. We already talked about Brendan Fraser being the main hero. They cast the villain for Doom Patrol, and it's gonna be Alan Tudyk from uh Fire. Fi- I was about to say Firestorm, <laughs> Firefly. Oh, he's great. Yeah, the 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 not the pilot. K two S O. What? He's he's also K two S O. He was. Oh, he was. Oh yeah, he was K two S O. And he's gonna be playing Mister Nobody. And uh, Mister Nobody became a villain by being exposed to unknown experiment from former Nazis in post-war Paraguay. He emerged from the experiments as essentially a living shadow with the ability oh. to drain drain people's sanity. I remember this from Teen Titans cartoon. This is the only thing I'm familiar with from Doom Patrol. I was going to say, Remember I that guy with the mummy bandages and then like if he touched somebody it was like energy would hit them? I don't know. Okay. I didn't know about the insanity thing. That's not what they really did it in Teen Titans but I guess it was a kid's show. <laughs> but yeah, so... Long ago, more DC news. Long ago, we announced many, 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 many moons ago, we announced that D- the Flash finally has directors. Oh, but the movie! Guess what? The <laughs> Flash still hasn't started shooting. <laughs> Why? And according to Kersey Clemens, it's saying that, as far as she knows, the Flash isn't going to start shooting until next year. It's not important, Michael. The Flash is not even a big character in the DC universe. I mean, yeah, the, like. Barry Allen. Nobody knows. Yeah, nobody knows who the Flash is. Yeah, so yeah. <laughs> this movie is this mo- this movie is not as important as Birds of Prey, bro. Or Joker. Or the Joker. Both yeah. of them. <laughs> which, which is shooting next month. Well, no, September. The Joker shooting this month. Way more important. Yeah, than it's the way Flash. more important than the Flash. <laughs> Justice League member. What the fuck is that? And then, <laughs> even then, like she's not even sure. She says, as far as I know, she says she says let's hope we're. Sh- this is her quote. We should be shooting next year, but let's hope. Superman's like, did, you, did someone say my name? <laughs> someone say hope? Right here. Superman. Look at this. <laughs> it's a hope. <laughs> so. Stupid. DC making DC moves. That's all I hear. But also more gaming news. So have you ever played Streets of Rage? Hell no. You're a trash. <laughs> so Streets of Rage with Axel, Blaze, Adam, Skate. Oh, Maybe I did not. For arcade. Genesis. What? He? He? No. Oh, yeah. I don't remember. Scotto! Nope. <laughs> don't remember nothing. <laughs> well, anyway, so they announced that they're going to make a part four for Streets of Rage. And I'm excited about that, but you don't know because you don't know what the fuck Streets of Rage is, so you have no frame of Man, reference. Man, I love Streets of Rage. I used to play that. You're track. All, but in the track. But in the trailer <laughs> that they, they made for the announcement trailer, they didn't show Adam. And I'm like, where's the black guy? Oh, fuck. Adam? He's the best one. You know what? Eat my fucking ass after <laughs> oh I took a huge dookie, bitch. Ew, what the fuck? <laughs> Hey, you're gross. You're gross. Anyway, so final two bits of news, which actually I'm like, I purposely saved this for the end because these are discussion pieces, but I'm like, we don't have time to have discussion pieces. Oh, God. So I'm like, can't we even talk about this? Last week was like a half hour discussion. (laughs) What was this? But uh, so because Brad Bird, Brad Bird came out and was basically saying that uh, because everybody's talking about all these sequels and, you know, reboots and coming back with all these new because sh- uh with all these new sh- new ips and stuff like that okay and so uh basically brad bird is coming out i could summarize it 
And he's basically saying that Hollywood is scared to come out with uh, new properties because when a new property does come out, nobody goes to see it. Comparatively, yes. Compared compared to like a franchise film or a sequel. Mm -hmm. It's like... Everybody would go see of Transformers Five, even but though no it's crap. See Ken. <laughs> but, but he makes the reference to nobody went to go see Edge of Tomorrow, even though Edge of Tomorrow oh, yeah, was, was a superior movie. Mm -hmm. So my the whole point of bringing this up was I was like, one, you know, discussion about that. Like, for example, uh, what was a good movie? Nobody Upgrade didn't really make that much money. Mm -hmm. That was a great movie. But it's twofold too because it's also these are movies that aren't given much backing in terms of like advertising money. You know, usually the lower budget movies don't have like the giant push that these bigger movies do too. It's like a self fulfilling. It's also partly a self fulfilling prophecy by the by Hollywood. It is. You know what I mean? Like, I think it's yeah. But uh, I, I that was that was pretty much my exact thought. Like I get what you're saying. It's true. Like nobody would like. People won't go see these franchise, these movies that, even though they're pretty damn good, even like Black Klansman, it's getting all these reviews and rave reviews in terms of like it being the best Spike Lee movie in a while, but it only made, and granted, relative to his budget, it's still a hit. Yeah. But even still, I'm like, it only made like $10 million or whatever at the box office. Mm. And it's like... But why? Like everybody's complaining about oh all these franchises and every every time I turn around a sequel, where's all the original properties, bro? But then when the original stuff comes out, it's like you don't go see it. But then, like I said, it's always the issue. But then at the same, but like I said, at the same time, the Catch Twenty Two is like, but you guys, but like they don't market something like Black Klansman or whatever. I say Klansman. Yeah. They don't market something as online. you know Black Klansman as heavy as like they'll say like Avengers: Infinity War. Oh yeah. For sure. Something like that. They don't market upgrade as hard as they might market Transformers. Yeah, they don't put the investment in. And it's not to say you have to put as much marketing as a marketing budget, but you don't, I don't feel like you don't market as much. So I think that's that's part of a problem. But then at the same time, with something like Valerian, I feel like they did mark, market they that. They market that a lot. They market that a lot. Well, yeah, but <laughs> the movie ended up being bad, but you don't know that unless you see it. And people didn't see it. So it well, I feel like it would have done. I think it, it didn't do okay at first, and then just fell off. I don't think so. I don't. Th I think an opening weekend it wasn't. I think mm. opening weekend was poor. But that was also the thing where. But then you get Valerian, something. You but then you get something like. But then you get something like Ocean's Eight, that had a big opening weekend. But it filled a niche, and the Valerian thing like that's a very generic movie, a very generic sci-fi. At least it looked that way. As me, someone that wasn't familiar with the property of Valerian, because that isn't that based on a book or something. That I don't know. I'm I think, pretty I think sure. It's, I think it's a. Was. I think it's a either a book or a comic. I think. I think it was something. But I'm just saying, like that, it, it, it might have been advertised a lot. But like those advertisements, I remember at first I was like, I don't even know what this movie's about. It's about Dane DeHaan and the Enchantress being sci-fi bounty hunters. Like I don't, I don't care. So it's also just an issue of how it was advertised. They didn't know how to sell it. Yeah, I agree. It's a bunch of factors, but yeah, Hollywood generally just takes more risks and and advertise the smaller movies and the smaller concepts because sometimes they you know it does pay off. It does pay off, like like for example, John Wick mm. or Quiet Place or Quiet Place. Yeah. So, and and that's not to say because a lot of people think, oh, Hollywood is only doing sequels, franchises. That's all Hollywood is making. It's like no, there are actually way more original IPs coming out. 
than sequels and franchises. The only thing is, like you just said, the sequels and franchises are the ones that get the bigger push mm-hmm. or the biggest push. So you hear about them. So you hear about them more. You see them. And that's, that's, <laughs> you can't not see them. That's part of the problem. Yeah. So, yeah, I think it's a little bit more to what Brad Bird is saying. But overall, for the most part, he does have a point. He does. So go see these movies, bro. Trash. You got AMC A-List. You don't have to pay all this money. You got Cinemia. I would say movie pass, but no. no. That shit is done. Yeah, that shit is done. <laughs> it's a wrap with so movie between pass. Cinemia and A list, and I think Regal has a thing. Mm. You don't got no excuse. Pay pay your monthly subscription a month and go see the movies. You gotta pay what you owe. Anyway, final thing. Final thing. This is the thing that might get the biggest discussion, but it won't. So shut the fuck up and wrap it up because I gotta go. <laughs> okay. So, uh, Addy Shankar. Ooh, Addy Shankar. Who is, you, he he complimented Power Rangers Unworthy. He left a comment and was like, "Good job, guys." I was just about to ask if you know who that is. Yeah, that's the the producer of the Power Rangers uh, unauthorized fan film, the Radar one. With so all yeah, the so blood and sex. So it's and, funny that you know who that is, but yeah. and, it, and it is a Power Rangers topic. So yeah, basically, Adi Shankar has come out, and I'm like, "Oh, shots fired!" And he's saying, "I'm gonna read the quote." He's like Power Morphicon too. I literally think Star Wars is not as cool as Power Rangers. I mean, opinions. Power right? Rangers is not about good versus evil. It's not. <laughs> Keep going. I was going to say, yeah, it is. <laughs> it's, it's not and never has been. It's the lens through which the stories are told to us through the lens, the narrative lens. But really, it's about shades of gray. What? And it's, I, I don't know what Power keep, Rangers he's talking about. Yeah, I don't going. know what Power Rangers he's talking about. I'm on I'm, I'm, I'm rock. Go for it, Adi Shankar. And it's always been about, and it's always been about shades of gray. And it's about people working together to overcome those shades of gray through a single point through a single point of view. That's why that's why the Power Rangers are super powerful. Star Wars is about good versus evil. I don't know what the Empire I don't know what the Empire did wrong. I still have no idea. I still don't know. They got they got up and they all dressed the same and then they the rebels kill them because they dress the same like i don't understand it yeah they blew that's... up yeah they blew up a planet but that's a cheap reason to want to hate someone the point is power rangers what? is way doper than star wars so all right Eddie shankar you hey, just wait talking. i'm not done he says <laughs> more he says dude i think star wars is fucking horrible I think Star Whoa, Wars. Whoa, he just went all the way. I think Star Wars is a terrible franchise. It has terrible values. It has terrible values. What are you teaching people with Star Wars, right? Oh yeah, we're the rebels, and we're just gonna blow up people who dress the same. Like it's good versus evil. You like this dressing the same crap. It's terrible because there's really very little evil out there. The evil is taught to us through a narrative lens. But what the, is he talking about? But shut up. Is he drunk? Shut up. I'm not done. <laughs> but the evil has a point of view. The evil has a perspective, and if you don't, if you don't get to know the perspective of the evil, then how do you know you're? How do you know you're not evil? So the discussion is: I wanted to know what he thought. He's basically saying Power Rangers is a better franchise than Star Wars. And then he goes out to say Star Wars is trash. He's fucking, yeah, it's fucking it's sucks fucking and terrible. It. Yeah, but it's like, all right, I'm not even that big of a Star Wars fan. And I'm 
from listening, I'm like, this is a lot of bullshit. Like, <laughs> I don't even know if he really watched Power Rangers like that then, because Power Rangers yeah, exactly. is very black yeah, and white. He's like, it's about shades evil. of gray. I'm it's like, always been about shades of gray. Yeah, I'm like, no, it's not. I mean, power, maybe your Power Rangers. After 10,000 years, I'm free. It's time, time to, to conquer, conquer Earth. Earth. Where's the gray in that? Yeah. <laughs> Where's the gray in Rita Repulsa? Yeah. Alpha, Rita's escape. <laughs> Recruit a team with attitude. attitude. Oh, yeah. they have attitude, though, so it's shade of gray. Yeah. <laughs> like, no, the, the attitude shit and never even that, came up in the show. They all wear the same color. They all wear the colors that their that their rangers are, but nobody can figure out who they are. And they always hang together. I just don't understand why. He's, I'm like, where's the shade? Like, what shade of gray about? Like, who? Like it's literally maybe, a colorful show. Maybe Tommy, but then even then, it wasn't shades of gray. He was evil. They became good. good. And that was it. That was it. It gets a little bit more murky in the comics because you get more into the characters and it's a little bit more adult. But in the show, he's talking about always. It's like. No, it was pretty much the definition. Yeah, of black he's like, and white, it's not dude. about, it's not about good. What are you talking about? It's like, yes, it is. <laughs> like, they, they literally make poses going and five together working to defeat evil, working yeah. toward good. Like you know, what I mean? it's like they're that corny with they it. They do that all the time. I'm like, yeah. So I feel like this is a guy. He's like a Zack Snyder type. Oh my god, we never listened to this podcast. <laughs> but I love you, I Shankar. Unauthorized is amazing, and thank you for the nice comments about unworthy. Yeah, but Rangers. Yeah. We're working together yeah. to defeat evil. Like, that's literally like line for line what they've said in the show. But anyway, it's just a thing where I feel like it's a Zack Snyder type of director slash producer that has seen maybe one or two versions of Power Rangers, and they think that's what it's all like. Maybe he read a comic, and he thought that's what all Power Rangers is always like. Or even, I feel like, his filter on Power Rangers, based on the unauthorized movie, clearly... He's got a much darker take on what Power Rangers actually is. And I'm just like, did you confuse? Yeah, uh, that's why I was like, his take made? on Power Rangers, maybe. Yeah, that's great. The actual Power Rangers, not no. at all. Uh, <laughs> it's like confusing your interpretation with the what the actual show was about, because it wasn't that. And then for him to be kicking in the back of Star Wars and saying that it's about the perspectives and, oh, but why is the Empire evil? He just woke up one day. Rhea Repulsa literally woke up one day and was like, I'm evil! <laughs> so I'm like, what are you talking about? Yeah. <laughs> There's a lot of reasons. The Empire is like there was a, no, a military state. There was, there was no like, shades of great where Rita was like, maybe she was, uh, you know, unlike what they did in the movie, where it was like Rita was once a Power Ranger. Yeah, that was not in the original. But then even in the movie, it was like she was once a Power Ranger and then she became evil. But That's why? Evil. That was it. They yeah. didn't even go into that. In they the didn't movie. even go. They didn't go into that. The darker movie. <laughs> they didn't even go to that in the movie. Yeah, it was just I'm evil. I'm evil. That's all you need to know. I'm just evil. But there was no that. like maybe Rita was a, maybe Rita was like a former lover of Zordon and she was scorned, so maybe that's why she became. There, there's nothing. It just feels like he's trolling because it's like, have you watched Star Wars? Because like again, I'm not even a big Star. I'm a bigger Power Rangers fan than I'm a Star Wars fan. But even I'm like. There were reasons why the Empire was evil. Like, they became a military state. That was the entire prequels was about them becoming a militaristic, like, army state. Yeah, like, they even go into that in the Clone Wars. They are literally an allegory for Nazism. Yeah. So, what are you talking about? <laughs> <laughs> there are reasons why they're bad. Like, oh, why? I don't know why. I, no one knows why the Empire is evil. I'm like, and I mean, I guess he's probably saying. Why, but like yeah I get their allegory for not but why but why though I guess maybe he wants more backstory for them like why is the, the emperor why is Emperor Palpatine the way he is I don't know I don't know but Sith teachings being a dick I don't know like there's a lot of reasons but again 
there's a million more reasons than why Rita Repulsa is evil. You know what I'm saying? Like, there's no gray in the Power Rangers world. So I don't know what he's talking about with, like, no, no, no. Power Rangers is gray and it's always been dealing with gray. Star Wars is black and white for kids. That's I will say, though, that... It's like, what? The Star Wars... The Power Rangers fandom might be a little bit better than the Star Wars fandom. The Star Wars fandom is Oh, you mean less toxic? Star Wars, yeah. The Star Wars fandom is trash. I agree, but that's because I think the Power Rangers fandom is also smaller and it is more like kids. It's it's yeah, even that more could be, that could be why. It's even more kid oriented than Star Wars is. Yeah, that could For the be, most part. That could be why. Yeah. And again, it's small. Smaller is, I think has a lot to do with it. When things get big, that's when you get the toxic people that come in and ruin it for everybody. Like Rick and Morty, Star Wars. Or like even like a Comic Con. Yeah, even Comic Cons. It's getting bad. It's getting terrible. Mm-hmm. That video game shooting that happened. It's crazy. Yeah. Toxic fandoms, man. And then, but now because of it, now you got Fox News saying maybe we should ban kids from video games, all they, video games. They always we, say that. They like we ban. Well, no, they're saying ban them from violent video games. Now they're saying ban kids from video games. Oh, we ban. I saw a segment. They're like, oh, we ban kids from smoking. We ban kids. We ban kids from alcohol. Why do we need to have a thing where we ban kids from being on their iPads too much? Or we need to ban them from video games. They're in their basement all the time playing video games instead of going outside. So you're gonna ban technology. <laughs> yes. No more technology. Until they get older. That's fucking stupid. But whatever. Fox News. There you go. <laughs> yeah, well. That's all I have to say about the uh Addie Shankar thing. Yes, uh, that's what I wanted your opinion on. Okay. Is Power Rangers better than Star Wars? <laughs> That's a hard question, and I like I like Power Rangers more than Star Wars. I think, but I think I, Power Rangers. And I grew up with it. I think Power I mean? Rangers kind of has a little bit more lore or backstory or understand. Well, I think no. it's more Star Wars has a lot of lore. It does, but a lot of it is centered on like the Skywalker. The Skywalker is like it's 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 There's all a lot of old Republic it's, stuff it's too. all like in terms, and, and this is why I say like Star Wars is all. Even though it's a big universe, we don't know much about the universe. I still think it has more than Power Rangers. It's just because I think now Power Rangers is building its lore with the comics and stuff like that. And it's tying all the different shows and timelines together. So now it's building out like a connected universe of Power Rangers. Stuff. But even with the comics and Star Wars, it's all tangential to this one location or one area or one part moment in time where it either connects to the Clone Wars and then... But it's like, what, 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 what about before that? I mean, there are, there's all, there's also, I mean, maybe not, now it's not canon, but there yeah, well, yeah, also is stuff canon. about the Old Republic and a bunch of like the Siths and Jedi and their legacies. And I don't know. I'm not into all that, but I do know it exists. And I know there's books upon books and games upon games talking about that shit. So I'm not going to say that Power Rangers for sure is not deeper in mythology than Star Wars. But me personally, just say I grew up with it. And I think it's really what it comes down to whatever it is you grew up with. I didn't grow up in Star Wars. I was introduced to that later. So I don't have a connection to it like I have with Power Rangers. That's basically it. Hey, Shankar is crazy. <laughs> he does not speak for all Power Rangers fans. <laughs> all right. Yeah, that's all I wanted. All right. And we are right on time. No, we're, we're not. Oh, well, you're late. <laughs> but the, we're about to run out of tape on the, the uh, recorder over here. So oh, okay. we're good on that. But yeah, so next week we'll, we'll finally have uh, Brett on the podcast. I won't fail this the city again, I swear. <laughs> Somewhere everybody's rolling their eyes like, yeah, we've heard that before, Jordan. No, yeah, broken promises. <laughs> Don't you judge me. <laughs> I'm very busy. Are you? 
I've been busy this week. I mean, next week we have that Spider-Man event at Sony Square. You said we. I don't. Not me. Oh, it's because you're working. Yeah. But we, as in the Blue Version podcast, I'll be there. So half the podcast will be there. So if you're in the New York area, come out and see us. Sony Square, New York City. It's oh, in. no. I'm not working because it's from three to five. You're Tech- sleeping. I'm sleeping. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, that's it for this week. Blue Version podcast. Uh, this has been Jordan with Michael. And we will see you next week. <laughs> Goodbye, my brethren. <laughs> Why'd you become freaking uh, Luke, Luke Cage? Yeah, I know. Yeah. Hey, brethren. All right. Bye. Bye. Get up, get up, get up, get up.